yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, gotta fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. And ladies and gentlemen, I hope you brought your Sunday best because it is Sunday, February 20th, 2022. And this is Grapsity. Welcome. I know a little bit different today i know it's not saturday uh but nonetheless i'm here we're all here i'm will washington also here is your favorite rapper your favorite podcaster your favorite writer it's mr righteous reg in the building double r it's your boy holler at me what's good y'all it's sunday morning it's crazy it's weird out here but uh yeah we have a lot to talk to talk about because yesterday was awful show uh for some people (laughs) so uh yeah what's up what's good with y'all it's phil Lindsay in the building too what's good philly I'm here, man. I hope you guys got up this morning and listened to Vanessa Bell Armstrong. Got all your church in. Um, I don't, you know, some people might not have enjoyed that show last night, but God did answer our prayers because Kyrie is wrestling again, and she is away from that company. She's let's go, baby. <laughs> yeah, th- I, and, for a second I thought you were talking about Ky- Kyrie Irving, and I was like, "Wait, what's going on? I missed something." Big <laughs> right, Kyrie, Ky- Kyrie's still dodging that jab, man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, you know what's funny too is I I went and saw the Nuggets. I think it was just two weeks ago. I saw the Nuggets play the Nets, and like every time Kyrie touched the ball, he got booed. Um, oh, and I think surprised. it was just the case of everybody in the building was like, "Man." We couldn't get in without a shot, and you got in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, what's going on here, bro? What's the protocol out there? Yeah, uh, you know what, though? It was a – I almost wanted to say a fun week, but for one person here, it wasn't. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Yes, it was going pretty great. Week was popping off super mm. well. On Monday, I mean, just an incredible day of celebration they showed a great video on aw dark elevation my my god it feels like so much has passed since then yeah no that's like ages ago right and that was just Uh last monday (laughs) yeah so yeah my big homie talked on aw dark elevation about the track that we did me and will washington produced by will washington talked about working with righteous reg they showed my name righteous reg like i can't even i'm still like that feels like 500 years ago. Like these days are just like, there's so much going on all the time. Yeah. So stuff was going great. Popping off. Everybody was excited. Everything was dope. Thursday morning. It's lit. I'm ready. Got my car. Well, Wednesday I had a day. I had to like get it, my car registered. I had to get oil changed. I had to get a small cause my car is eight years old now. Thanks. Whatever bullshit rule that is. Had to go through so much because to get ready for Thursday, I'm about to drive for five hours to Los Angeles to see New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong with the homie Will Washington. It's like a a great thing about to happen today. So I'm and, on and the by road. The way, as a yeah, matter of fact, let, let's uh, let's number five this one because we'll put this one at the bottom just because of how the day <laughs> went. Um, 
but yeah, uh, let's. Uh, I, I got to rearrange them, but rearrange them. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and, and you know, what's funny is that we were kind of in our little secret. Uh, uh, <laughs> I would say <laughs> uh, because obviously we were heading down there for no reason. Not that I wouldn't want to see New Japan, uh, or New Japan Pro Wrestling strong rivals. Um, because it was a great card, and there was some great action on that card. But uh, I definitely flew out for one reason. I mean, uh, <laughs> Washington's in the building for four or five hours or however long he's in L.A. It's for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, people were picking up on it, too. Well, one thing was, so New Japan posted the, the graphic, you know, the, mm-hmm. the U.S. of J. Um, uh, open Challenge, and they put up the silhouette. And everybody's like, wait a minute. Yeah. That is pretty obvious whose silhouette that is. That mm-hmm. looks like Swerve. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but I will say, a lot of people in the building did not know. Um, there was pretty much, the, they announced the mystery opponent. People were like nudging each other like, is it Matt Cardona? Uh, and <laughs> I saw somebody who was like, oh my God, Will Ospreay's here. And I'm like, wow. man. Uh, I, I was like, this is this is going to be interesting. Uh, what the reaction is going to be? A lot of people in the building did not realize who it was, um, but yeah, uh, we, we knew we were going to like that. Was the thing was I, I always said that uh, I'm not going to see all his matches. No fucking way, especially as his bookings start to ramp especially up. Especially right I, now, as yeah. someone on the way to the UK. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I did. But, uh, you know, I I had made a promise to Swerve that no matter where his first match was going to be, I would be there. Uh, his first post-WWE match. And uh, a lot of matches were getting announced, and people were like, oh, are you going to this one? But I'm like, there's one that hasn't been announced. Uh, and, <laughs> and I'm like, uh, there, there's there's one that's a mystery, and I'll be at that one. But uh, all, I, all the rest of them, I don't know if I can make. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, but you, Reg, were going to be there as well. Yeah, and... so I'm hop up. It's like 8 a.m. Get my car gassed up. Hit the road. I'm driving. Music's playing. Everything's, you know, it's normal. I'm on my way. I'm on a journey. We're going to L.A. That's regular. I always do that. What? So I'm just driving along, <laughs> driving along, driving along. And then I hear like a pop. And I'm like, that's not. That's weird. And so I just like skirt off to the side of the road. And I'm like, look at two tires on this side. Good. Go to the other side. Boom. Big pop tire. I'm like, cool. Dang, got him. This is perfect. This is great timing. I'm not on my way to LA. I'm not on doing anything right now. This is, I could just have this pop tire, the side of the freeway. There's semi trucks. It's just like a scene. <laughs> everything you would think that's happening right now on the freeway is happening. So I'm like, yo, where am I? What's going on? There's nothing. It's the middle of fucking California just cows nothing so i'm like yo i don't know what i'm gonna do i start i take a video first because i'm a millennial in the world well like, you know it is funny too my <laughs> wife watches that video and she's like does this reg have a way to be like mad where it's not funny because like <laughs> <laughs> no that's the key to life she's like in this situation i would have been furious and reg is posting this video just like in total reg mode mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's the only way you don't murder any people. Yeah, that's the as a grown up when I hit 30 years old, I started living my life like that because we're black men in the world and the world is insane. If I got mad at everything that I should be mad at, 
there wouldn't be a moment in the day where I wasn't mad. So <laughs> I have to live my life as a happy person in any situation. It's just a pop tire. Like there could have been way worse things that happened with this pop tire. I'm safe. I'm on the side of the road. I can't go to the show. I'm, I'm trying to get on my way. So I'm like, damn, what the hell's going on? I start Googling. I find a place. I'm like, cool. All right. So I get, I have a spare tire. I'm out there with the spare tire, taking off a tire, putting on a different tire. Pops wasn't around as a young person. No one taught me how to do this. You know who taught me how to do this? YouTube. Everybody's dad. YouTube. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube. Always coming through. Showed me how to change a tire. Changed the fucking tire. Got Had to drive 20 miles on this dumb tire to get to a place. Arrive at the place. I'm like, cool. Sitting there. It's just like down home rusty. There's like guys with no teeth. There's like uh. just... it's It's bad. I'm like, oh man, this is just... Let's hurry up and get out of here. So I'm like, yo, what's going on? The dude's like, oh, yeah, it's great. We got you. So he takes my tire to the back. I'm chilling. I go and get some juice. I'm kicking it. He comes out. Oh, we don't have your tire. I'm like, what? What you mean? I need it right now. I got to go. I'm on my way to L.A. He's like, well, we don't have it, friend. I don't know what to tell you. I'm like, yo. He's like, well, you have the spare tire, so it's cool. You can drive longer to the place that's next to it. I'm like what are you talking about? That sounds dangerous. It's crazy out here. And so I just like get in my car and just sit for a minute, think about it, start Googling some more, find another place that's like 15 more miles down. I uh, stroll on down there. It's some young dudes. They're cool. They look at my car. They find a tire. They put it on. It's all great. Everything's crazy. Gravy. I get a hamburger, but this is already like hours have passed because I'm driving like 40 miles over like it's just like awful so i'm just like oh back to oakland and so i came back to oakland and went to bed that's uh that's how that day <laughs> we just got straight to bed just yeah, put the just like, you know what that's it yeah that's i me. felt bad too because yeah i uh i got into la and um i met up with uh denise salcedo and i do have to say uh and I imagine the next time we'll probably do this. So, like, for anybody that knows me and anybody that knows Denise, we are both really just loud, talkative individuals. <laughs> and that's just who we are as people. You guys uh, are couple... very, very popular podcast guests. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, the two of us, though, if you get us together, we've done a few podcasts together. We are we're loud people, and we mm -hmm. just like to talk. Um, and... Uh, it hit me like halfway through our car ride because LA traffic, you know, we uh, were like, okay, the the venue is like 20 miles away, which means we're going to be in the car for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, it was just an hour and a half of just like, it was basically a podcast. I, it was, right. it got to a point of where I was like, you know what? I could have just like mounted my phone. Y'all right should have recorded it. Come <laughs> on, man. Come on. You and well, Denise now, in a car ride? That is content and, for your ass. Man. I'm and now you. I'm thinking like, okay, so Orlando coming up. Um, I'm like, we should do like a riding in cars with podcasters kind of thing. Let's uh, go. Look just... at this guy. Copyright it. We about to cut that out, man. Don't y'all listen right now trying to do that. <laughs> Don't y'all listen. No y'all trying to be on our swag. Let's go. Yeah, but but it's a brilliant uh, idea though. Yeah, and then we we went and got pizza and we got to the event. So like it's funny because both of us had our moments of recognition, but like 
the thing with Denise is everybody in wrestling recognizes her. Definitely. Everybody. It mm-hmm. was like, she sits down, she's in a mask, right? But then all of a sudden, people are, uh, camera people at um, at New Japan turn around, they're like, hey, Denise! Uh, and uh, Rocky Romero stops, and he's like, hey, what's up, Denise? And like, yeah. everybody stops uh, to say hi to Denise. On the other hand, um, we had people in the building who stopped and were like, Grab City! Let's go! <laughs> like, Damn, like, yeah, that's, that's hot. Uh, that, that, that's cool. But yeah, getting to see Swerve uh, have his first match out there. Um, and that was also, I don't know if anybody knows, this is the first time I've seen him in three years. Uh, wow. Because, uh, like, we talk on the phone, we've FaceTimed, and we I am, like, if not every day, every other day. Um, or I guess message, text, text. That's the word I was looking for. I, I am. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, 1996 oh, yeah, dial in guy over here. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. 56K will. <laughs> yeah, no, but we, we, uh, we message all the time. Um, but as far as having seen him, I hadn't seen Swerve since, uh, since New York, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Wow. Uh, because I figured, like, he signed a WWE right after that, and it was mm-hmm. like, okay, he's NXT. Uh, and I was like, I'll see him, you know. And then pandemic. And, uh, yeah, and all of a sudden it was a pandemic, and uh, I did not see him in person the entire time he was signed to WWE. Wow. Uh, and that's crazy. <laughs> and then, so finally it was like, uh, so that's that picture that Denise took that is on my uh, Twitter I was hugging like that was the first time I'd seen him in three years. That's a real reaction there. Yeah, that was a real like, oh, my God. Yeah, so it was cool. I got to see it. He faced Jay White. um, And those two, uh, I I thought they had a fun match. Um, Jay White tore it up this week. Yeah, Jay White. You know, this was everywhere. This was on Mm -hmm. a Thursday. This was the night after he had just wrestled uh, in what was also a dope match. He had just uh, faced Trent the night before. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but it aired on Friday, and then on Saturday, he then has to uh, work the Impact pay per view. He yep. was like just everywhere. Uh, Jay White was, but this was uh, the week of Jay White, man. The the knife pervert was out. Uh, I'm telling you, just striking. He, uh, he had the the match on Saturday where Eric Young uh, won that match, and then he also turned on god no. kicked yeah. him out of out of bullet club whoa um, and then they brought I in, cut it off before this this sounds crazy and yeah, then they so. brought the good brothers back into the fold this is uh, bomb with, this with is your man chris bay yes. yes this is beautiful great phenomenal news i was never the biggest fans of god lovely's gonna be so mad that i said that out loud uh (laughs) (laughs) shout out to love she's the greatest um yeah but that sounds like some very hot news there sounds like they might be the brothers might be on their way back to uh aw maybe i don't know i don't know if you saw it but after after the uh pay-per-view he put that clip of him um it looked like they beat down tunga lao they put that clip up and he tagged the young bucks Ooh, yeah i saw that hot <laughs> um yeah i my theory on this is tonga has been kind of overstepping his bounds for a while now he, yes. he invited evil in Definitely. without his permission mm-hmm. it looked like he was trying to undermine him a lot, little bit jay white wasn't feeling that right and in, in the past other bullet club leaders have gotten kicked out before they realized what was happening jay white's a thinker man he saw yep. it he saw it coming he was like nope so- i'm gonna kick you out first so this is the first time that Tonga's been out of 
This is the first time he's an OG. Yeah, I know. Wow. The first time he's been out of the Bullet Club. That's insane. Wow. Well, he's not officially out. They haven't shown his reaction yet, but. I, I mean, it, it said, it, like, the way he tweeted was like, it, it seemed to me that he's like. Unfollowed. Right, well, yeah. Right. <laughs> he's I kind of feel like, like Tonga would be like, he's not going to be super mad about it. Like, he, he might also want to be, like, on his own, but with his brother, like, at this point, like. Just kind of like away from the Bullet Club because they've been attached to the Bullet Club like the whole time, like the whole time that they've, yeah. they've existed oh, in New Japan. So, um, yeah, but I wonder takes. what does this mean for Hikaleo? Because mm. oh, he's been in be America. Yeah. I mean, they could do this uh, Impact, I'm um, not a uh, Wolfpack, uh, black and white, NWO <laughs> style, two Bullet Club type thing. You never know. I don't know. I hope. Not. I mean, that, that's essentially what the elite was, though, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I mean, and you had the New Japan show last night where it didn't look like any of this phase what was going on in Japan because you still mm-hmm. had Evil and House of Torture doing their thing. They're still trios champions, right? So I don't know. Maybe like the God is gonna stay with uh, House of Torture. House of Torture is gonna become their own um, clique now instead of Bullet Club. I don't know. Could be anything. Yo, last night was super hot for uh, things. Uh, you guys see any basketball, man? Carl Anthony, Carl Anthony Towns fucking boom, boom, boom was draining him, man. That three-point contest was insane. I, I only caught crazy. the uh, the slam dunk contest. Uh, mm. I didn't catch the three-point. Yeah, I was watching the Impact show, and uh, after that, I ended up watching the New Japan show. So mm. I How was the, the uh, I left before the right when the Deanna match happened. How was that match? That was a good match. Um, yeah. She had the open challenge with uh, Miranda Alize. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people were expecting certain people who. Yeah, uh, I kind of thought like, it was Mia Yim, maybe. Uh, well, I mean, there's. You, you kind of know where they're heading and yeah. uh, the people that people were expecting. And I thought, I don't see them being impact bound. Right. Um, I've yeah. maybe heard a couple of things. And so I mean, after I'm this like, Josh Alexander tweet. I don't know what's going on. Over there, I don't man. know, man. It's crazy. I, over I will there. say though, really quick, back on the topic of the New Japan rivals. Um, I will say, getting to see uh, a lot of those guys kind of back in their element. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Garcia, Daniel Garcia, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Buddy Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I thought everybody just and. Uh, Shane Thorne, what the hell? They kind of thrive in that element, huh? That like yeah. smaller, just like gritty, just kind of. Yeah. Now there yeah, were some know? obnoxious fans in there, uh, and LA. Like, at a wrestling show, you don't say. Yeah. <laughs> LA, fan, LA fans be on some wild stuff sometimes. I don't well, know just like is. chanting WWE shit, and it was kind of uh, whack. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I like stop it, uh, yeah. stop that shit. If they did a wet chant, I'm out of here. <laughs> Cut it out. Hey, and, what? Uh, oh no, my God! And, and by like the way, me, it, again, if you didn't enjoy Elimination Chamber, you could always watch Naito versus Okada from last night, which was fantastic. Well, Ooh. so there was a dude. I, I was so like much wrestling cu- last night. There was a dude that, like, me and this guy were like making eye contact, like most of the show, right? Because like every time there was like something obnoxious, the fans were doing. We both kind of looked at each other. I didn't know this dude at all. We just kind of looked at each other and we're like. You know, you like kind of meet somebody. Right. <laughs> you like both on the same page, and we both had this look of just like, "Man, shut up." Um, but the funny <laughs> thing was, uh, it was right before. So Jay White makes his way out for the main event, and uh, and you know, there's a silence. Everybody's waiting for who it is, and dude like looks over at me, and he's like, "Who is it?" And mm-hmm. I just mouthed at him. I said, 
and he's like, <laughs> like smells it up and down, and then like ten seconds later, Swerve's music hits, and <laughs> um, I love that. yeah, and so that was the moment too. It was cool. Um, and Swerve is and about, he's out here, man. He was out at out five before that, a couple days before that. Yeah, um, uh, that was another one that appearance. That was another one that I was like, okay, I'm gonna be smart about promoting this one without. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it's like, why all of a sudden is Will promoting a Defy show? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to say anything about what to expect here, but I'm going to say this going forward. Um, look, I, I'm not the guy who wants to spoil people's wrestling things. Like, mm-hmm. if I am aware of something, there's probably two people who are also going to be aware, and one's next to me and one is... Uh, right under me, and that's yeah. it. Like I don't uh, like. I've, I tell these we guys, we have stuff. a lot of stuff that doesn't leave the chat. You guys like, yeah, you have to. That's how it works. Nah, for our, for ours only, bro. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this the, like I I don't want to be that guy to like report stuff I've heard because that's not. Uh, I don't know. I I want I want to see the reactions to things, and I want to yep. see it like in real time. Um, like I don't know. I I. I so whatever. I, I I'll come after the fact and be like, okay, so here's what we do and when and what went into that. But as far as what I know, I'm not a reporter. I'm not required to like spill shit I know right. <laughs> and like spoil shit. But yeah, uh, as far as the Defy thing was concerned, that was a really cool uh, surprise ending and um, and the contract offered. And that's like, probably was the perfect way to come back. Cause he got to use his, you know, ain't nobody. And he got to come out with the suit and he, it was defy. He's done a lot of great things for defy. Like yeah. he defined his character in defy. So like, this is dope. Yeah. Nick Wayne got that contract from Darby yeah, Allen. Nick, Nick Wayne's a it, teenager. I know, that's going to be real cool. And then he's facing swerve next week. Yeah. Uh, and so that's going to be really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, nah, it's just, it was a, uh, all in all, it was a cool show, um, and yeah, there were a few people in the building who had figured it out, and you could tell because right before the match had started, one guy yells, "Whose house?" And maybe mm. four or five people respond, "Swerve's house." And I'm like, mm. "Okay, so that's enough." There's a few people in here who know, but <laughs> right, uh, not a whole lot. And so yeah, he's he's out here, and there's there's cool stuff on the horizon uh and rumors just popping up everywhere um anyway i want everybody to uh i guess we'll we'll call these the collection plate for today uh get your tires pass pass that collection plate around y'all yeah just don't ask i said don't ask i said don't ask (laughs) no questions (laughs) (laughs) just just give the money uh, no, uh, but we're actually taking your uh, super chats and your uh, humper chats as well. Um, and we got a few humper chats. We got one from Van Twinblade. Uh, and Van Twinblade says, uh, Black Wrestlers Matter in St. Louis was great. Myron uh, versus uh, Kenny Alfonso was a cruiserweight classic. Uh, uh, Outlaw versus Jossie was a big meaty men match. Uh, mm. And ATM versus Suge D was a uh, class, literally. 
Yes. Um, so damn, shout out to Black Wrestlers Matter St. Louis. They they specified on Twitter that it wasn't Black Wrestlers Matter 2 or Black Wrestlers Matter 3. It's Black Wrestlers Matter St. Louis. Shout out to them. They had a great card. I can't wait to see this show. It sounds like they killed it. Yeah, uh, Life of Deem. Um, and congratulations, Life of Deem, who won my revolution tickets that I gave Let's away go, on, uh, on Twitter this past week. Mm. Um, so shout out Life of Deem. Congratulations. Uh, I hope to see you there at Revolution. Uh, he says, uh, happy Sunday. Hope all is well. I have to say, especially after watching Raw Smackdown in the chamber, I don't understand why Cody would go back. Man, we got a lot to talk about there. Uh, WWE has sacrificed. What are you talking Who the hell is Cody? WWE has sacrificed everyone in the Raw and SmackDown main event scene and two titles for the eighth Brock versus Roman match. They've sacrificed everybody in WWE, including the women, (laughs) announcers, like anybody there. They've sacrificed them. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to get into chamber stuff later. That's the next topic. uh, But we got Monique says, Happy Sunday, Kings. I haven't been to church in a while, so I'm looking forward to today's sermon. (laughs) I have got a sermon for you, and it's in the next topic. Let's go, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Riley. Wiley Walker says, I saw that Swerve Switchblade match, and it was dope as hell. This is my first time seeing Swerve, and I'm excited to see more of his work. Uh, That's crazy. He's going to get the same thing, because a lot of people, when Leo came back, a lot of people were like, I've never seen Leo Rush wrestle. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, what? That doesn't even, how do you? That's crazy. But I mean, that's. some people don't watch WWE. That's like a real thing. They don't watch NXT. They don't see that, you know? I talked to somebody just as past. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Last Monday, who like doesn't watch any WWE. And so, uh, and they like weren't really following indies much. They really just watched a whole lot of New Japan for years and then watched uh, AEW now. And so, um, you know, they're like, uh, so with Swerve hitting the scene again, they're like, you know, I never got to see any of his old stuff. And they were like looking up his matches with Darby and the match with Riddle and all of that and like looking up whatever they could. Uh, and. Because it's a shame, like, his Evolve stuff isn't really, like, findable. Um, Because, like, he faced Matt Jackson in Evolve and beat him Mm -hmm. clean, uh, one-on-one. And so um, there's stuff out there that people haven't seen. uh, And I'm excited for people to 
to get to know Swerve over these next. Watch Pluto, of- man. Turn on the Pluto Pro Wrestling Network. They got hella Swerve stuff on there, and it's mm-hmm. all great. Um, let's see, and then we have uh, Orion Ben six 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 says, uh, "So much for a Sunday, Kings uh, Bullet Club across three feds, powerhouse Lee Moriarty, uh, Trish versus Swole, Swerve's mm. takeover, mm. Bianca, Naomi, Lashley, Ooh. and now y'all." Uh, y'all see Biggie's fit at Daytona? Lit. Mm. Uh, I did see the picture on Twitter today. Um, hey, and shout out Colin. Hey, uh, shout out Colin. Colin. Yeah, <laughs> Chris Mueller says, Grab City Boys getting famous. You love to see it. Uh, thank you, Chris. <laughs> we out here. Uh, we got John says, uh, Hey guys, uh, EC was trash as expected. Dynamite was a fun show this week. Thoughts on AEW having Wardlow, Keith Lee, and Will Hobbs in the ladder match? I said that last week, right? In our group chat, I was like, Man, I want to see the Haas match. I want to see big, meaty men slapping ladders. And, uh, I wanted, and we got, um, I was like, Cause would it be dope if Hobbs won the match against, uh, mainly because, I think the story that's not done yet, and I didn't want to see him put in the ladder match right now, is Dante versus um, Starks. As Starks, one on one. That's the story that is not done. That's been actually going since September, mm-hmm. uh, and we're not done with that. Like right. we got to get a proper one on one here. And I was like, I don't want to see those two put in the ladder match here when their story needs to be finished one-on-one right um and it doesn't even have to be necessarily revolution because there's also the rampage prior to revolution you Mm -hmm. can do it there because it's in the same building um but i want to see it one-on-one uh j blood says uh my sunday is blessed skip church for the first uh, for the last 20 years for this come on man glad you're continuing this streak this sunday yeah continue with this streak. be blessed brother blood be blessed yes be healed uh, <laughs> moxie says uh need a powerhouse lee spot uh at the ladder match i mean the the thing is there seems to be a theme here in that we've seen wardlow chucking people across the ring we've seen it started with um uh, with Keith Lee chucking people across the ring, and then we just saw Powerhouse with shout out to Dakota Reynolds, by the way, with probably the greatest picture ever taken of uh Dante Martin mid flight in the air with like just this terrified look on his face. As Powerhouse Hobbs had just chucked him across the ring. If you haven't seen it, I retweeted it. Um, but yes, uh, Dakota Rhodes, uh, she. She tweeted out what I thought was the best picture of of um, uh, Powerhouse Hobbs and Dante Martin. So great. Uh, and then Bear Hudson says, uh, Bianca Belair and Naomi are great in their matches. Bianca Belair is a generational talent from her in-ring work to how she represents for the culture. 100% agree. One million percent. Uh, she's incredible. Everything she does, she's great at it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about it. Uh, because we did sure? have, yeah, let's talk about it. All right, we got the elimination. Chamber <laughs> uh, took place live from Saudi Arabia. Booted us to Sunday, uh, because like I'll I'll say this. Uh, shout out to Anthony Scats for this point, but uh, matinee wrestling shows are pretty good. Yes, uh, like Agreed. just the idea of getting to watch it like in the middle of the afternoon. It's actually, uh, you know, and then you got the rest of your day. And agree. Uh, 
you know, I would love to see him under different circumstances. But for the most part, um, having an afternoon wrestling show, not bad. You know, yeah. and that's the thing is WrestleMania weekend, there's a ton of that, right? Like, you know, I, I try to make sure that I attend every time I go. I see pan, uh, Pancakes and Pile Drivers mm-hmm. um, put on by Revolver. Um, yeah, I always, I'm always at uh, noon wrestling shows during WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. So, it's a great like, way to start the day. Yeah, it, it is great. And, it is, and if, if you're I'm trying not, to get four wrestling shows in a day like I do, you got to start early. And I'm pretty sure that uh, I know they're not called takeovers anymore, but whatever they're calling um, NXT 2.0's WrestleMania weekend show, pretty sure is that like 11 a.m. this it time is. around? It's 11. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see how that does because they're not doing a small venue. They're doing the, uh, the Mavs arena. Yeah. And then basically telling all those people, okay, now come to WrestleMania later in the afternoon. Yeah, like a couple all hours the way in later. Yeah. They're on the same day? Same day. It's same that day. Same is the... Yeah, you've got Effie's Big Gay Brunch, I think, at noon that day. And I think there's a Mission Pro show at like 2. Like, mm-hmm. And they'll be legit at that time. What time is it? Like at 11 a.m.? There'll be like at least five shows going on at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy out here. What are y'all even... Beyond oh, that, even if there were zero shows going on, your own show is fucking going on the same day. What <laughs> yeah. are you thinking? Well, especially for like those taking public transportation, that's going to be mm-hmm. a nightmare. And people like over. to tailgate, and they will start at 11 a.m. They'll be like, I'm yeah. just going to go to the arena and wait for the show. I'm not going to go to a show and then have to trek to another show. People don't I'm like curious doing to see things how like it that. Does. I- I'm really curious to see how... Uh, the NXT 2.0 show, I forgot what it's called. Um, I think it's Stand and Deliver, maybe. Stand and Deliver, yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. Um, how that does, and uh, yes, we'll see because this interesting is, choice, it's, man. It's a big test for them as a crew because this particular set of NXT wrestlers has never traveled uh, outside of the performance center. Mm-hmm. This is their first performance elsewhere as a group wow. it'll be interesting to see how that does uh but what we're talking about here is the elimination chamber um so i watched uh, it we will, we will start with the good women's elimination chamber i thought was very good i that thought um i thought it delivered kind of across the board um Obviously, we all had our worries. You know, Alexa Bliss comes in last. And I always think it's dumb as hell to have anybody um, enter last who's not starting the match. Mm-hmm. It, like, yeah, it didn't uh, make sense. They didn't. For, they gave her the biggest entrance. It was, it was weird. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. well, okay, what are we doing? And they did that later with Brock, too. And it's like, uh, it's almost, because it, to me, it sends a clear message of like, okay, this is who we view as the star of this match and to be fair it's who the fans viewed as the star because yeah. uh they were all behind alexa well, i mean yeah. they told the fans that she was the biggest star what did they expect fans to do afterwards? <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh, but- i think they also try to push like the first person is also a big star in the match that's why they had bianca come out first but and then in the the main event lashley was first but i'm not into it yeah i uh, but either way, I thought it was a, a great match that delivered. It was very fast-paced. It was like, you know what? There was no kind of hanging around here. I thought it just went and went and went. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I said. Everybody I got their it. spots in. Everybody did something fun. It was it was fun. Yeah, I thought that was really great. Bianca got the win. She needed the win. Um, I I didn't really have any doubts about that. Like, um, There's a point where I know there's a lot of like, oh, what if they don't do the right thing here? But I thought... 
there's a difference between like not doing the right thing and absolutely doing the wrong thing. And right. I'm like, <laughs> it looked like they were ready, man. They were for a brief second. Now, Alexa looked good to to her credit. She uh-huh. did look good in her um, yeah. first big match back. Mm-hmm. Like she's yeah. ready for whatever spot she's gonna be put in next. Like she looked like she's been training. She looks like she's been doing her thing and been getting prepared for this. So shout out to Alexa for that. Now, that's the only good. Yeah, uh, to me that uh, was the only good. I, I, I thought the Lita match was good only because I'm a fan of Lita and I was glad she got a big championship match. I, I thought the of. near fall was really good. Uh, yeah, and that like that got me. Um, I don't know. The rest of the match was okay. No, yeah, I I saw people acting like this was like a fantastic performance from both of them, and I was like, it was an okay match. Um, I think we both we all wanted it to be great because it's Lita mm-hmm. and she's back. I I thought it was great that she got the ovation she did afterwards because yeah. she deserves that. And I yeah. I like I said last time we were on, I hated how she went out. I hated the note she went out on and ended her career. So I thought this was a much better uh, reception for her. Um, would have liked it if it was at WrestleMania instead, but what can you do? This was uh, WrestleMania, yeah. they say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you they look didn't at say how stu- much stupendous a thousand times. So this was not WrestleMania. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, and then, uh, like, so there is the bad. I thought, you know, Goldberg versus Roman was. What are we doing here? Why are we still mm. doing this? Uh, and, Snoozer, waste of time. Um, and also. Uh, that was really like the bad, but I really want to get to the ugly. So the ugly were not one, but two bait and switches. Uh, we'll start with the first one. The Usos versus the Viking Raiders. You oh, flew God. those men across the world. Not across the country. You flew those men across the world with no intention of going through on an actual match. I, I said this after the pay-per-view, but... Everybody gets on Twitter all the time and tells us uh, how great Phil, the Usos are. Premium live event. Oh, yeah. Premium live event. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, everybody gets on and tells us constantly how great the Usos are. And the Usos are great. You oh, where are we going teams. here? I like We always get here. this. Usos are better than Young Bucks. Usos are the best tag team in the world. Why won't the company you love let them wrestle then? Let's go, baby. Say it. Yeah. Well, Didn't they go so, like nine it... years without a WrestleMania? Like... Let these guys wrestle on your card. I, Dude, I put them I, on I the pre-show it. if you're going to do this. You talked for there was 45 minutes of nothing on the pre-show. What's the point of this pre-show? And not just that, but uh, so uh, the, the story was that they had a hard three-hour stop. Fine, but also you had a ton of video packages. You had oh, a ton so of stuff that you could have killed. Yeah, uh, yeah, that just said everything about what they think about tag team wrestling. That they were mm-hmm. like the tag team match is the one that could that could get cut. Yeah, um, but speaking of bait and switches. So, uh, I've got a lot to. to say on this one, I don't. and uh, I, I can't. I've been holding this one in for a while, um, and this. I'll start with the first part that I'm annoyed by. So the story now is that Bobby Lashley, the WWE champion, former WWE champion, was injured at the Royal Rumble. That's that sucks. That's unfortunate. If you go back and watch it, you kind of see where it happened. The German suplexes pretty much took his shoulder out. But again, this goes back to Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. So you mean to tell me y'all knew since the Royal Rumble that this man's shoulder was no good. And I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong. 
There's only one thing that had been promoted throughout the entirety of the Elimination Chamber build, which was Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley's confrontation. You mean to tell me y'all knew since, really, the day after the Royal Rumble when you started come having on. them confront each other, you had these two face-to-face. You had Bobby Lashley come out in Denver at a show I was at and talk about when I, get in the, when I get in the ring with Brock Lesnar, it's going to be something. And you mean to tell me y'all were promoting it on the Go Home show. Um, y'all had Bobby Lashley, Brock Lesnar face-to-face. And you mean to tell me y'all knew this entire time that at no point were we ever going to get Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar confronting each other because Bobby Lashley was never good to go. Like, it is perfectly reasonable to explain to fans because we've gotten the explanation a million times. X person is injured, can't compete, we have to move forward. But to do that, to have him, like you could have even put somebody else in the match, really had a full-on match, but instead you did this nonsense um and so that was problem number one made him sit in the airplane for however long with the <laughs> busted up shoulder hey bring your busted up shoulder and sit on a flight for yeah, 24 let, hours let's, or let's uh let's take you out of the match with a kayfabe concussion like bro uh, you guys are like, using concussions at this, like, at this and, point and it, and it was perfectly reasonable to just say bobby lashley injured title vacant there's six Winner possibilities fucking yeah i know six possibilities of a new champion here especially if y'all knew since the rumble like for him to be coming out every single week promoting this match promoting the confrontation with brock you were literally promoting this confrontation all the way up until like brock writes the x on bobby lashley's uh pod like up until the moment that bobby lashley's needed and then we're like, actually, we don't have Bobby Lashley. Which, again, we did this uh, at the... They did this with SummerSlam, right? Where, like, y'all promoted Sasha Banks versus Bianca literally up until seconds before the match was Played supposed to start. Played a whole video package for that match. I'll never get over that. Played a and whole in this video match, package for a match you knew wasn't happening. And in this Elimination Chamber match, when Lashley's coming out, they were like, Lashley's really looking forward to his confrontation with Brock. They pitched it again yeah. in the entrance. You guys literally pitched all of this shit. Uh, and, and that, to me, is just the most obnoxious thing. You guys knew that Bobby Lashley was not good to go. That is some bullshit promotion. Come and that, on, that is like peak carny shit. Mm. And, but anyway, the match itself, also whack. Because no matter what built up in the match, no matter what was happening action-wise throughout the match. I hope all y'all who have been hoping for all these years, man, can't wait to see uh, Riddle get in the ring with Brock Lesnar because, you know, we're going to see two legitimate fighters square off. I like how and, Brock turned his back to him when he walked in the in the elimination yeah. camera. He looked at everybody except Riddle. He turned his and back then, to Riddle and kept walking. And then when he finally got in the ring with Riddle, F5 and he's mm-hmm. done. See you later. Uh, yeah, but then... Seth Rollins, F5, done. See you later. Uh, and People were and, like, Seth Rollins could win this. No, he can't. Nope, not only <laughs> not can Brock he. Not with Brock in that <laughs> Yeah. But the thing is, these are guys who three years ago faced off at WrestleMania and Seth Rollins won. Seth and now Rollins beat him at SummerSlam. That's part beat of Seth Rollins' little promo pitch is that he beat Brock Lesnar. And yep. not, nah, not here. Got nope. destroyed. Yeah, got destroyed. Couple, 
came in f5 you're out uh and and then uh aj styles got a little bit of something but then f5 you're out and then uh austin theory hey austin theory got to show out and he got the most offense because he's a fence project yep and then but then f5 off the pod definitely done uh and new wwe champion brock lesnar brock lesnar like we all knew we knew he was gonna walk in uh, that it was going to be champion versus champion WrestleMania. Even uh, the way that he got into the match shows how they feel about Brock Lesnar. It wasn't his turn, as always. It's never his turn. He came when it wasn't his turn he got and just turn. did whatever he did. Every time Brock Lesnar's in the in the building on camera, he could do whatever he wants. There's no consequences. Huh. He could pitch any match he wants. He could be at anywhere, any moment, anytime. And he did it here. Bust out out of this pod, beat everybody up, and won the belt. It's like what is what? the point of this? I, I, I felt like uh, I felt like a drumline. Why do we rehearse? Why do we do things? What is the purpose? What is the purpose of Royal Rumble if you were just going to give this man a title match again <laughs> and just give him the title again? What was the point of day one? You setting up all these people to be in this in this match with Biggie to set up this title picture oh on God. Raw, and then you were going to have Brock come in and beat all of them within seconds. None of it matters. None of it matters, sir. If Rock is there, who cares who else is in the picture? Because they're going to lose. That they're is losing. what this company has told you over and over. I don't care if we spend a year giving mm-hmm. you this Kofi storyline. When Brock is in the ring, he has to lose. Same yep. thing with Big E. Yep. We spend all this time building up Big E. Brock's there. Nope, he has to lose. Everybody, when they get in the ring with this guy, I have to lose for this mm-hmm. guy. I get it. The guy's a draw. He's a star. Get we get, get it. it. We don't need two titles in this in this storyline with him and Roman. We don't. We've seen this match over and over. I don't need two titles in this match. I don't. It's so they can tell us that Roman has two belts. He's also better than everybody. Guys, He's second best. You know what, end, though? Does it even need one? Because I was thinking about the fact that, like, we saw Rock and Austin three times at WrestleMania. And this will be the third time Brock and Roman has happened, right? And, like... There came a point where Brock and Rock evolved beyond the titles. Where, or not yeah. Rock and Rock, Rock, uh, yeah. Rock and Austin. Rock and Austin evolved mm-hmm. beyond the titles. It was yeah. like, okay, now we've seen it so much. You know, it was contested between the two uh, champions, but now they've reached a point where it's become so big that it's just about these two men's egos, these two massive stars, and it's beyond either world championship. And like, you can do that at a certain point, can't you? Uh, but. Either way, nope, champion versus champion. I got some things here, though. Uh, but let's read some Super Chats. Uh, we got Mike says, no question. Uh, just saying thanks for y'all on a lazy Sunday. Thank you, Mike. Hey, man, we're here to I work, appreciate bro. it. <laughs> Zach says, hello, Grapsity. Uh, I hope you uh, all have been well. Reg, SRS agreed that we need an Alex and Reg Sour Graps uh, at 4.5K select subscribers. Um, we only need 23 uh, that is also if you want to do it as well. <laughs> Run the numbers up, man. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the if up. there's numbers, your boy Ratchet's Red is there. Let's do it. H. Tracken <laughs> says, Brock Lesnar has taken the belt off every black WWE champion in WWE history, but it's okay. Our racism uh, our racism solving, mixed baby having, uh, heel turn dream killing savior is coming. Adrenaline in my soul. Watch out, Brock. I'm Cody Rhodes. What was that uh, picture you guys were talking Biggie. I want to see Biggie with the... Um at nascar yeah that's way yeah. more interesting than Brock. Lesnar. 
Uh, he says, uh, Carlos Martinez says, can't wait for 30-minute intros between Cody and Roman with four backstage segments and two commercial breaks before every segment for two Biggie's lines. fit, SMH. dude. He uh, is so funny leaning on the car. <laughs> yeah. We love says, Biggie, man. Greatest. Keep up the great work. PSCP3 top five. He's not top five. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm like, what's CP3? He's talking, he better not be talking about no Chris Paul. He's talking about five. Chris Paul. He's definitely He's not tripping. top five. Mm-mm. Nah. Um, a. Monica says, ordered my copy of Who We Are Today. I'm going to need y'all to sign it. Thanks in advance. Uh, I've got a number of requests for that, and I'm happy to do Look at this any guy. one of them. Um, wow. In that, like, I haven't yeah, got any requests for that. No one cares. Every, every, every one of my friends who's bought it has been like, hey, will you sign it for me? And I'm like, that's yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Um, that's awesome. So, uh, and then everybody get right- that who we are right now, awshop.com, featuring your boys, Will Washington, Righteous Reg, whole bunch of other great artists. This project is insane. It's incredible. We talked in glints about it, and it's going to be great. You know what? It, it's kind of a shame, and we'll talk about the, the details of all this later, but uh, one of the things that I find a little bit, um, I guess, disappointing is that one of the best tracks on the album, to me, is the Brandy Rhodes track, and mm. we're not at a point where that can be promoted so much, right. but uh, you guys have heard it. It's a good track. Um, it is a good song. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got a, got an article about it coming tomorrow i think oh yeah so phil i need to do that huh yeah, that yeah, got, yeah oh got pieces God, to, to get me. to phil uh and yeah uh riley <laughs> said now roman is about to hold these two titles until at least wrestlemania 39 with the at rock minimum. this is yeah. too much minimum because he's not losing to the rock uh, yeah i was gonna say at minimum because he, <laughs> he's you probably think, gonna beat the rock listen too. what i feel like is going to happen is he's gonna beat brock he's gonna have both of those titles and the next day he's gonna throw the wwe title down like it doesn't matter and he's gonna go on as universal champion I have some things about that, Phil. I'm glad you said that. Um, so there's been all of this talk that uh, actually, let me read a couple more super chats before mm-hmm. we forget. Uh, he says, uh, Anwar says, how did y'all feel about the bad faith long form booking takes about Bianca after winning the chamber match? Uh, keep up the great work. I mean, here's the thing. You could have done this entire story uh, of her needing redemption without her losing in 28 seconds. That's Easy. the problem here. No matter there what. Yep. No champion like that should be losing that quickly exactly. and decisively. It's not like or, uh, it's not like Becky cheated. Like mm-hmm. it, she just lost. She and just then, lost uh, within seconds. And hey, mm-hmm. if I know a lot of people are gonna hit, hit the "I told you so" on this, um, but it's not exactly the "I told you so" it's people not. think it is. Yeah, it, they worked their way back around to her, but again, the way she lost at SummerSlam, it's not just the way she lost. Again, they played a whole video package for a match that wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> And the thing is, you still there still could have been a match, especially because I think Becky has actually been on a bit of a tear. Like she is having some great matches. Becky could have worked that match and didn't. And so, like that's that's the problem to me. But either way, uh, Van Twinblade uh, says, "Can we uh, take a bit to talk about how to properly taunt heels? Hear stories of some people taking it way too far when all you really need to say is your hair looks stupid." Um, <laughs> And uh, yeah, I guess because people don't know how to talk to people. Yeah, uh, Pedro Not in says, wrestling, just in general. Happy Sunday, Grapsity. Shout out to Philip Lindsay. I was listening into the Twitter space yesterday after the chamber, and man, that was more fun than actually watching Elimination Chamber. What do you Glad think I is, is next for Bobby Lashley after his injury? I, I think Bobby Lashley has had the run of his career, honestly, and I mm-hmm. really think that um, he looks dominant and he is somebody who. 
uh, as long as you continue to keep him dominant and keep him with MVP. Um, he's good. He's, he's good. good. Now, I have a question for you guys. And also, Unknown says, happy Sunday. Thanks. Thanks, um, Unknown. So, how many black world champions have there been in WWE? Four. Four. Is this just WWE? We're talking about WWE yeah, champs. We have to specify. We're talking about WWE. Talking about Mark Henry and Ali. In yeah, WWE, yeah, we, is we know what we're talking about. We're oh, talking and, about WWE champions. As a whole, it's six. Then it, yes. it's uh-huh. it, yeah, because you're counting now, Brock, um, Booker, and uh, Mark. Now, without addressing the last question, um, another question: What to you defines a world champion? Um. Yeah, I mean, just the designation of the belt, like if whether it's that big gold belt or universal title or WWE champion, they've designated those three belts world titles. What about you, Reg? What defines a world champion to you? World champion is you win the belt in a decisive or manner that doesn't make it seem like it was a fluke BS win and that you're a big dork and that you defend it. The I mean, world to, title that you win, you fucking defend it. And to be that? fair, we're, we're leaving out the women. The women's yeah. championship is considered a world championship. Yes, well. definitely, definitely. So but we're talking about this thing right here. We're talking about these yeah. four champions. We're talking about so, four on, WWE I'm, champions. I'm going somewhere with this. Yeah. So to me, what defines a world champion is to be designated as the uh, the top prize of your given promotion, as in the uh, greatest achievement one can get in any given promotion. Um, And that to me is a world championship. Um, And so when thinking about WWE world championships and the top prize of a, any designated promotion, and then asking the question, how many black world champions have there been? The answer to me is one. And uh, I will explain that that there has really only been one black world champion. Dwayne. And that's, and that's Dwayne. It's mm-hmm. the rock because, um, when you take a step back at this and take a step back at everybody that WWE has ever crowned world champion, that's black. It's always with an asterisk, right? Because oh. it's always like, we'll take a look. We'll start with King Booker. King Booker, yeah, King Booker became, <laughs> the world heavyweight champion 2006 won it at i think the great american bash um in 2006 beat Rey mysterio for it but while he was world champ the champ of wwe was john cena because wwe has had two champions right they've had they've done two championships for a long time but every single time wwe has always shown us that they always prioritize one championship over the other. When it was in 2002, when the World Heavyweight Championship was introduced, it was uh, the World Heavyweight Championship was prioritized for like three years in there. And then when John Cena became WWE Champion, we swapped him. WWE Championship was prioritized for pretty much the rest of time. I think the World Heavyweight Championship got like one year of emphasis in there, but really it was the WWE title for a number of years. And then the World Heavyweight title just kind of fell off the map. And then they introduced the Universal title and it was Universal title was the prioritized title for like a few years. WWE title got like one year in there and then back to the Universal title uh, pretty much since the Universal title has been back. So saying all of that, we had King Booker. He was champ, but the champ 
was Edge or Cena at the time. That was, mm -hmm. they made sure we knew that that was the title that mattered. Mark Henry became World Heavyweight Champion, uh, Night of Champions 2011. But while he was champion, the title, like that belt wasn't even closing out shows. It hadn't closed out a show in like a year at that point. It never closed out a show again. That, some call that the lowest period of the World Heavyweight Championship when Mark Henry won it. Mm -hmm. And then we had Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston won the WWE title. Um, and granted, I've never been one to say that it should have closed out WrestleMania because by the time WrestleMania had hit its ending, yeah, I'm, people I'm were glad dead it tired. Didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people were dead tired. But the fact is, Kofi did not close out a pay-per-view. The moment he won the title, the very next night, they're like, hey, we have a new thing called the wild card rule where everybody can be everywhere. And suddenly now the WWE title is like way low emphasis. He never closed out a pay-per-view as champion. And the one time that they finally hyped up a Kofi Kingston match for the WWE title, lost in four seconds. Um, and then, then we got Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley had a good run as WWE champion. But the fact was, Bobby Lashley was champion while Roman Reigns was champion. And the only time Bobby Lashley closed out a show was on a show that Roman Reigns was not on. Um, that was the, the Hell in a Cell. That was the only title defense of Bobby Lashley's that closed out the pay-per-view, but Roman Reigns wasn't there. But they made sure that you knew that as long as Roman Reigns is around, that is the champion. Mm -hmm. Big E becomes WWE champion. Again, not while Roman's champ, because as long as Roman is champ, <laughs> Roman Reigns uh, won the... Uh, not only did they make sure we knew Big E is not champion over Roman Reigns, they had them face each other at Survivor Series just to make sure you knew the champion is Roman Reigns. Yep. And so, yes, there have been black world champions. But as far as the... my As far as what, for years and years and generations of pro wrestling is concerned the definition of a world champion which is the he who represents the top echelon of the company and wwe has shown that they really only have the capacity to focus on one yep the only one that's ever been considered the world champion the top guy in the company is the rock otherwise mm -hmm. every mm -hmm. single time there's been a black world champion it's been there's always been somebody else who has been considered bigger better and, and even so, the rock though always loses at wrestlemania <laughs> yeah that's true but uh, but either way like the rock when he had the belt he was the guy he was the guy right? though. he was the guy and uh, like, i mean i, I mean I, I mean i mean no he I was mean, he was yeah, I, I, mean, I like it was like I austin mean, steve was still because uh, but 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 2000 the rock had those reigns where he was uh he did but yeah he yeah. was the top guy and like and also I'm also considering 2013 when he had the... Have you ever looked at how long those reigns last? No, they're not very long at all. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's so, what I mean. Either way, I, I will hand them The Rock, but uh, but ultimately... I'll find out overall, from The Rock when he gives me that interview. Yeah. Shout out to Dwayne when he gives me that interview. <laughs> I'm going to ask him all about this. But I guess that's why when we talk about the conversations of having black world champions, um, I and that's why I, I'm still like... Mm, the the reason that I'm never like it's always a good moment to me. Kofi was a great moment to me. Big E was a great moment to me. Bobby Lashley was a great moment. Mark Henry was a great moment. I, if you go back and listen to the RBR when King Booker won the title, I threw a party on that show. Hey, there's my cat in the background. <laughs> um, but I threw a, a celebration on that show. 
I will always celebrate the wins of black wrestlers. But if you want to tell me that WWE is a company that that makes black mm-hmm. champions, I, I am always skeptical of that just because of the fact that every single time it's happened, it's never been with uh, with with full focus. It is always like, okay, there is a black world champion, but then there's always going to be a champion that is on a level above. And also, yeah, and it's always going to be it, it's. It's always been the Universal Champion. Every single time WWE has done right. champ versus champ at uh, Survivor Series, Universal Champions won. WWE Champion has not won that in a long time. Yeah. Um, and, and the not fact just that, that, but they'll always present them as, hey, this guy's great. He's a star, but then there's Brock. Yeah. <laughs> there's always somebody bigger. And that's, and the, to me, I'm like, I have still yet to see it. And so when I'm asked things like, well, how can you be a fan of AEW when they haven't made a black world champion, but WWE has to me, I'm like, it's all the same because you know, it's like, okay, here's a world champion, but world champion, or here's no world champion at all. Um, I don't know to me. It, like I said, it's all the same to me. Like, impact- the, yo, <laughs> like, Will, Will is trying to get us k- kicked out of here. Uh, I, this will be I, our I, last episode. No, of I, 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 I told you guys I had a take that I've been holding on to for a long time. And I wasn't sure that, uh, <laughs> that I'm like, I wanted to get this out there, but I was like, but you know what? If Bobby Lashley loses tomorrow, then like, um, I I have to. I've been holding on to this one a while. But, but you knew. And, but you knew he was losing. Brock yeah. in the match. We knew yes, that. I know. If Brock is the, in the match. He's yeah. losing. <laughs> yes, he's losing. And, and that was the thing. Was I'm like, why is it that? Um, look at day one, for example. Day one, I think, is the best example of everything I just said. Right, that the WWE title was not going to main event that show. WWE mm-hmm. title was not going to close out. The WWE title was not the focus of that show. The Universal title was until Universal title got to kick, uh, gets kicked off the show because Roman had COVID. And so now the WWE title gets the main event, but... Uh, uh, not for but, you, but so not that we for can you, get but, Brock in the match. Yeah, but Big E don't get to come out last, and Big E's going to be the one to take the pinfall. Brock Lesnar's our champ now. Like, if we're going to put the emphasis, any emphasis on the WWE title, if the WWE title is going to go on last, if the WWE title is going to be the focus here, it ain't with you guys. It is... It is going to be the Brock Lesnar match. That's where this belt gets the focus. And to me, uh, I'm like, that, that's kind of all the same to me. Um, and Whew. and that's, <laughs> like I said, I, I don't know. Uh, and Whew. I'm sure. Get, the, get those church fans out. Uh, yes. I, 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 I am sure that's Spoke not going to the be, congregation. I am sure that's boy. not going to be a popular take. But the thing is, that's how I see it, that I'm not like. I don't know. I, I no. I I, I understand what you're saying though. I don't know if I would say it's all the same, but they have not made any black person the face of their company. And anybody right. that thinks that they have, they're lying to themselves. And this goes all the way back to a uh, uh, way back a bunch of episodes back when I said that company does not love us. <laughs> they do not like love black people. Motherfuckers never stop, loved us. Stop! Stop keeping this lie going that just because they've made four black men WWE champions that they love us. Stop this nonsense with the North American title. It's never been done in a period where the WWE title is the focus of the company, Um, because like, yeah, historically the WWE title is the one that's lasted the longest. But the WWE title has had off periods where like from uh, like JBL's run as WWE champion. Like historically, you can look back and say, well, he was 
WWE he was the guy. He, but he was never the guy. Like, mm-hmm. they made sure you knew that, hey, like, you had Hunter dropping shit on Raw every week. Like, oh, the WWE Championship's a paper championship. Well, he would say that kind of uh, shit on right. Raw, right? Sorry. Uh, he would drop in little lines and, like, it wasn't until John Cena won and they moved the belt to Raw. That was I when. I mean, you, you, you got a visual representation of Roman picking up the title and throwing it down at Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it has its off periods. There have been, there have been points where they're like, actually, we care about the other belt. Um, and so, I, hey, I don't know. But I will Great say. Great job, you guys. I like both of your analysts on that. I hey, do not uh, care I'm, about those motherfuckers. I'm, I'm, letting, Will, I'm letting Will cook on this. Um, but no, I, I don't know if I would say it's all the same. But again, they def, they definitely have a, there's level to this. There are levels to who they consider big stars and who they consider a draw. Um, and even more to your point, they never let any of these four men come back. Well, not four, those three men besides The Rock come back and get another reign you let bobby have this little transitional reign that meant nothing you already knew you were going to take the title off of him the second you put it on him yeah it was literally just to get him the rumble win it was like okay exactly. we well, can't win the rumble as wwe champion and, and, so and <laughs> all, all, all of this stuff in the elimination chamber just goes back to what i said when we came on here after royal rumble why did bobby need to win the title if you already knew that you wanted to do this title versus title match you've been saying it all year you knew that's where you were going with this why did you need to take the title off of brock and put it on bobby for what reason like i don't know i again i i am i will always be in a mode of support black wrestlers celebrate black wrestlers victories any place they happen but i also have to be real about where i see certain patterns uh emerging and i have just seen a pattern of when it's the black world champion it's there's always just somebody one step ahead hey before we get to our next thing though because we do have a thing coming up uh very soon i think i want to read some super chats and see how the response to that went uh, let's see. Pass the collection, play the run. Let's see. Raj says, love Grapsity. It's been hard since the pandemic started, but you guys talking is a highlight of the weekend. Also, uh, love Brock because he's gotten the most uh, indecisive man, Vince, to worship the ground he walks on. <laughs> like, hey, Vince can't decide on shit, but man, can he decide on... I, I am uh, so utterly bored of Brock. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, it is different of the fact that over the years, there has not been anybody this goddamn dominant over right. the years. And it's yeah. like, but at the same time, Brock made that statement uh, in that um, Pat McAfee interview a couple weeks ago where he was like, um, you know, somebody just needs to step up. But it's like, you're going to squash anybody yeah, that steps up. Can't. What are you talking exactly. about? Like, yeah. it, it, <laughs> they're going to feed it, anybody that steps up to them. It was a lot of privilege speaking in that, in that yeah, uh, conversation, and nobody wanted to say it, but it was. Yeah. Pri- the, on, man, the privilege is a good way to put that. But, yeah, the idea of, like, you know, I I can't believe they're still pushing me like this because well, they could at any point push somebody else. And, and, but, and you know, I just, they up. just need they somebody to it. step up. They loved and people it. ate like, that up right. and loved it. But, mm-hmm. but you know, next time your favorite black person is champion, he will pin them. So. Right, exactly. 
Eat Brock Lesnar's like, please get them hot. Please up. get them hot so I can come in and hit them with 20 suplexes and F5 them 20, and take their belt. 1 F5. <laughs> one F5. 1 F5. 1 F5. That's all it yeah. takes, bro. Uh, Watch Roman kick out of four of them at WrestleMania. No doubt. <laughs> he kicked out of six it. at the last. Hold on. He, he, no. He took six at the last WrestleMania. So, in theory, uh, we got to go for 12. Ooh. Yeah. Um, let's see. Riley says, now Roman is about to hold. Oh, we talked about that already. Uh, no. Ibby says, uh, love the podcast, lads. Keep up the great work. What do you think will be match of the night at Revolution? I'm going for Cole versus Hangman. Um, I don't know, honestly. Uh, Thunder yeah. Rosa and Britt Baker might do it. They got some heat behind they them. Might. They got some heat behind they them. Might. Um, Ty says, uh, I love how Brock can get on a podcast saying someone needs to step up. Meanwhile, he mm-hmm. shows up whenever yep. he wants and scraps mm-hmm. the WWE champion in eight seconds. Like, yep. what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the thing we just talked about. Um, and Garbage. Uh, garbage. And then Tremaine says, do we not consider Roman a brother? No. Um, and no, that's don't. not the, no, I, here's the thing. I do consider Roman a person of color. I yes. do consider Roman a minority, mm-hmm. uh, and all these things. I, and that's why I think that, and I said this back in January, um, having a conversation of diversity versus black representation, two different things, mm-hmm. uh, because yeah, but I will say something, this whole, do we consider him a brother? Let's not let people get too comfortable. These guys, you know, I know people are okay with them for some reason, dropping N-bombs and all this other stuff because y'all want to say, you know, they're Samoan, though. No, they ain't just brothers. They're not invited to the to the barbecue. They're not of the culture. Cut it out. That's my thoughts on it. <laughs> like I said, that's Philip no, Lindsay that's saying the, that. If you don't agree with me, don't care. Like, like I said, I, <laughs> I, I am, I, I'm of the idea, like I said, I do. It's Sunday. Uh, there's a lot of designations that Roman gets. Um, and like I said, a person of color, minority, all of that. He, you know, I, I don't think WWE has ever done wrong by Samoans, um, but I do think that that is a, a, a good piece of representation. I mean, besides Samoans WrestleMania are... 9, they made yeah, it. Yeah, and it, I mean, uh... no, he is a person of color, but when you say brother, <laughs> when I say brother, I know what that means. Not, nah, I don't consider right. him a brother. Yes, and, so, and, that's, no. why, and, and that's, why, that's why I said no initially, because I'm like, if we're saying brother, we're talking about uh, that. I, brother, brother, I brother. feel that to mean other black people. Um, yes. unless you have another definition uh and if that is then no um but that's that's that uh and then uh tremaine followed up not black but down uh and so uh, see i don't uh you let people get too comfortable man I, i'm not feeling it <laughs> people get too comfortable and that's why you have certain things like him you know Nearly dropping an end bomb on national TV. That's why you have like Joe Rogan because people are just like, that's the homie. He's down. Stop, stop inviting people to the cookout. Yeah. Stop inviting people to the culture that are mm-hmm. culture vultures. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying it. Roman is culture vulture. I was just saying yeah. in general. We're just saying. And, no, and, well, exactly. I just mean when you invite certain people in, vultures try and slide in behind them. Definitely. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Chris says, I love this talking about the world championship. Nothing but truth. Also, pre order my album. Can't wait for it. Thank you, Chris. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Bam says, this talk just made me realize The Rock is the only minority world champion by definition. Maybe yep. Batista because he's half Filipino. And no, like I said, um, Roman is, is a minority. Um, and, and Roman gets that definition. Roman gets Yeah, that if, you, if you're considering Rock, then you consider yeah. Roman. Same. Yeah, and, and I would absolutely consider Roman. That's not Definitely. to say that... Yeah, I don't consider Roman... Definitely. Like, and all the women, we, we, we include everybody. Alicia Fox, yeah. Jacqueline, mm-hmm. everybody, all of them. Jazz. Um, and Mad Genius says, I honestly feel like The Rock didn't acknowledge his blackness, so I never really considered him one. Uh, like, I feel like you have to pay attention. Because, like, 
Um, does The Rock coast on it? No. Uh, but I feel like The Rock has had to answer that a million times where mm-hmm. like people are like, you don't acknowledge your blackness. And he's like, actually. And then he'll just start talking about it. And it's like, uh, no, it's not a foundation of who he is, per se. Um, but at the same time, like, the Rock has never like shied away I, from. I just kind of hate when people say that too. Like, yeah, I do, nigga. I walk outside and exist <laughs> in the world. I mean, he just he just did a great uh, Black History Month thing where he narrated his father's story, which was beautiful. Yeah, come on, let, let's not do that. Let's not. Even do though that. A little, like it, even though I did laugh at the promo because it, it's like Rocky Johnson became... started in 1993, but then in 1996, his great son entered the world, and he was like, <laughs> "Wait, wait a second, that. hold on, that was funny." I thought we was yeah. talking about <laughs> Rocky, Rocky. Yeah. Um, and Mad Genius. Uh, wait, that was Mad Genius. So we got JB Love says, "Just want to say how much I appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all being uh, the realest wrestling commentary out there. Thank uh, you. If y'all only knew how often I say fuck yeah at the screen. Hashtag Team Grapsity. Great man. Uh, thank you. We're here for you. Yes. Um, Daniel R said, "Really hope Baker and Rosa main event Revolution." They should. Mm, they should, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it might be the Adams. Uh, Irene yeah, says too many Adams. black world champion runs feel like a stat more than actual reigns. Whenever WWE stands act like WWE equals Wakanda, due to it, I almost laugh now. Oh, I mean, man. so that you know what's funny is what actually brought this to my uh, attention was the graphic where they put it up uh, for Black History Month, and they were sell- it was a graphic. It's celebrating black world champions, and I looked at the graphic and I was like. Not a single one of these guys was ever the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, not a single one of these champions was ever the champion other than The Rock. Um, but the rest were all like, okay, yeah, but there's a bigger thing happening here on this show. Uh, and the, we have another champion that is the guy. So uh, that's all for that. Ibby says, post-revolution, where do you think Keith Lee will be? I think in the latter match itself will lead to his first feud, Miro versus Lee, anyone? Um, I don't know because yes to that match <laughs> yeah but like at the same time Miro's another one that I feel like needs to be kept strong and so but also <sighs> I think they're leading towards Wardlow winning the match but yeah I, I, I feel like they are because they're doing something because else. of the story that like yeah. when um, Wardlow uh, you know the story was that whatever title Wardlow wins, he has to give to MJF. Right. So, you know, the story of Wardlow wanting the TNT title, but MJF basically saying, yeah, you're going to win it for me. Mm-hmm. You know, you win the face of the revolution ladder match. You're winning it for me. Yeah. Like, um, there's a, a story to be told there. Um, cause I, I don't want to see Wardlow win the TNT title. I want to see Wardlow kind of in that position. Cause you got to break the contract first. Like if it were me and I were writing this, I would have Wardlow win the face of the revolution ladder match get his title shot against whoever he's facing, uh, whoever the champion is, whether it be Sammy or whoever wins a revolution, and then have it won, and MJF, like, celebrating at ringside, like, yeah, I got it. And then Wardlow just kind of, like, walks away from the match, like, no, I'm not going to do this, because if I do this, MJF is TNT champ. Fuck MJF. I'm not winning this as long as I'm under the contract. Like, I don't want it, because I'm not going to get, because I'm not champion. Um... I don't know. That's how I would do it. Giving uh, out free game way. to your homeboy TK right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's look, like, man. Hey. Look. I go back to September when I had tweeted out 
uh, that I wanted to see Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson. And if you look in the, that match, had not been posted anywhere else. I had not seen anybody else talking about Brian Danielson versus <laughs> Nick Jackson. I tweeted, want to see Brian Danielson versus Nick Jackson. And we got Brian Danielson versus. I'm sorry, my cat just knocked over a lamp. Uh, and I'm yeah, just I was like, to say, what's going on over there? Like, yeah, man, that's some noise. Yeah, the, the, my. So, in case anybody's wondered why two cats, or like, you see what looks to be the same cat walk by in like multiple directions, I do have two, and they they just happen to be from the same litter. So, uh, they are siblings, and yeah, they are just like messing with the blinds, and yeah, they just knocked over a lamp. <sighs> Kitty cats. Cats. Kitty chats. What I have, I have cats, guys, mm-hmm. uh, and. Uh, they are great. But either way, uh, let's see. Bam says, and Roman uh, asked us, forgot to add him in my last super. Um, I don't remember what that one was, but uh, I assume we knew who you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Probably minority um, champ name with the uh, yeah. mm-hmm. Uh And then Ibby says, I think the problem is WWE focuses on one or two guys for a long period, which yep. I find a really surprising way to go. Why yep. don't they want to build more? Because they can't. Because they, never have. because they don't want you to care about the wrestlers individually. They exactly. want you to care about the company as an entity. It's about they WWE. want WWE to be considered the biggest star in the brand. They don't want to create actual stars outside of their company. Correct. Uh, we've got Tom says, who are the three, uh, who are the other three hosses to join Keith Hobbs and Wardlow in the match, or who is going to get <laughs> bealed around by them in the match? Yeah, I mean, I could see them doing like that's the two only more... thing I'm like, are they going to be doing that to each other? Because those are some like, big boys. <laughs> I'm like, I could see like one more big guy or two more big guys. I could see like Miro and Archer, and then like sacrifice somebody and then one... that has to have an awful <laughs> match where he gets destroyed for the whole thing by five it... giants. Yeah, one small guy who's like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> like what am I gonna do? <laughs> and, Sorry uh, to that man. Yeah, uh, I don't know who that person is, but uh, I, I, there could be some some funny shit happening there, and it would be mm-hmm. good. Um, right. And then uh, shout out Queen of the Ring says uh, loving this special Sunday service. Here's my donation to Reg's car fund. Thanks, Alex. And also congratulations on congratulations, your new show, Alex. Complex. That's, I did tell her personally, okay. but I, I will say publicly That's on fire. the show. Uh, congratulations, Alex. Um, Thanks for that money. Complex, I need it, man. Yeah. And congratulations, sir. It's crazy out here. Congratulations, sir, as well. Yep. Yes, yeah, shout out Sir to Wilkins. Sir. That's a yeah. dope. They both. That's a gig, man. That's aspire. Yeah. Shout out to them. They're gonna be do, killing it out there. I think they got Faye Jackson coming up very soon, maybe tomorrow. So shout out to them. Yeah, yeah, big shout out. Um, and uh, just big congratulations to everybody involved. Um, that's that's a really big win. And uh, that's a I, 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 I love seeing people win, man. I love mm-hmm. seeing everybody win. That's what I want to see. Hell yeah. And uh, I promise that if i've ever had anything um negative to say it like i said i only have beef with takes um but as far as people are concerned i want to see especially um i want to see my people win and and i only have beats beefs with takes er fuck that hall of fame shit he's sorry (laughs) i don't fuck with mark calloway as a record label as a motherfucking crew i don't fuck with the american badass i don't fuck with the phenom Fuck that blue line, motherfucker. Fuck blue line, Mark. As a 
just I don't fuck with him. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, wow. Was not expecting that, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm trolling. Shout out to uh, Undertaker. He's going into the Hall of Fame. He's in the like I said on Twitter. He's in the Mount Rushmore of WWE. How do you have that character for 30 years? That that's like a two year max character, and he yeah. just kept going with it. So man, shout out to on, him. What the greatest wrestling characters ever. And uh, Brent uh, says, Grap City on a Sunday. Well, gentlemen, gentlemen, testify. And we got that up on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, Shout out Daniel to brother R. Devon. He just had some cross reading. He had like a surgery or something. Shout out to Devon Dudley. Yep. Uh, Daniel R. says, Brock says a star needs to get it, but Keith Lee did. Brock bumped for him at the Rumble, and the WWE screwed it up. I mean, we did the Rumble. We had... Uh, Survivor Series? Are you kidding? That was me? one of my bump? favorite uh, Keith Lee moments. Though when Brock was like, "Oh, big boy!" I love. I watched mm-hmm. that clip all the time, man. That's so funny. Uh, Tremaine says, "Fair enough, fellas." Was listening to Deadlock podcast. They mentioned that Monty Brown should have been NWA champion, but yeah. JJ wouldn't drop it. No, Monty Brown was one where they they really that dropped one the ball. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, we're talking about NWA that has only given one man that title, one black man that title, yeah. and they tweet about like that. Like that's hot. Are you surprised? Yeah, this is our truth though. Uh, Ron Killings, uh, shout out our Ron Killings who. What's uh, up? Yeah, and let's see. What if you feel me, I was actually watching a little bit of that uh, Ron Simmons Broken Skull sessions after the show, and that was pretty good too. Shout out to Ron Simmons, man. He had a crazy career. He went through a lot of shit that he didn't really. They really didn't get to get into with Stone Cold, but. They talked about his career. He sounds like he had a lot of fun and, you know, made a lot of money. So shout out to him. Uh, Brian says uh, Elimination Chamber was as anticlimactic as a defective Blue Chew pill. I'm saying. Um, speaking of which, Blue Chew. Come on. Shout out your boys, man. We've been waiting. Yeah. Remember, I, I did that <laughs> promo like months ago, man. We trying, I know. To, sh- we trying to push I know. Sean ain't pills, the only bro. one who can, yeah, who can, man. Who can do it. But um, <laughs> anyway, he says Brock gets over. Everybody else gets buried. Keep up the great work. Love you guys. Thank appreciate you. y'all for us. Appreciate everybody being here on a Sunday morning. Fucking yes. Yeah. Hey, D-Lo. D-Lo says, not too off topic. What song would be a banger as an entrance? Uh, I say Jill Scott Golden or anything Erica Badu. Appreciate you, uh, I fellas. I think one love. someone came out to Jill Scott Golden very recently on one of these shows, and it, it was perfect. It rang off pretty dope. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to give an answer that, honestly... It wouldn't surprise me knowing who Phil Lindsay's favorite artists are if this isn't in his top five songs ever. Uh, but I would love to see Pressure by um, Lupe Fiasco and Jay-Z as mm. an entrance theme. Right. I, I, How, I, where does that rank in your songs, given that you're like top two artists of Lupe Fiasco and Hove? Um, doesn't rank that high, honestly. He's not really like, getting into it. That whole verse wasn't like, the best, huh? Because Ho's verse on it doesn't really the pin fit. It's not. It's not. Sword, my lord. It's cause, and First it was a lot. Was up. Now it on. was a lot because he hadn't <laughs> rapped before that, and like people were really anticipating, and we were like, okay, you know, I guess. It wasn't <laughs> really like, though. yeah, it no, is, the song's fire, but like every time you like compare Ho verse, you like think of like all the Ho verses, and you're like, in the grand scheme of things, like 
you're not putting that up against anything. It, it is dope, but I'm also a big like Lupe mark, and I remember when it was Trials and Tribulations, it wasn't Pressure, and it had three Lupe verses on it, and they took mm-hmm. one of the Lou verses off to put that whole verse on there, and that was like when Hove was still like retired, and you yeah, know, he would yeah. act like he wasn't doing now, records. big homies out of retirement. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, um, man, the verse on there is just. It's good, but it's kind of like, eh, eh. It's, yeah. if if I'm you listen to food, <laughs> if you listen to food and liquor, I would say that it is one of my least favorite songs on the album. Oh, um, okay. I see. Um, it. Consider, I mean, it. next to the rest of that album, the rest of the album is pretty fire. Come on, yeah. man. Emperor soundtrack, bro. Come on, man. Oh, okay. Emperor soundtrack <laughs> is super fire. I mean, but so I would fire. say, as a wrestling entrance theme, to me, it is like. Uh, I don't know. Super soundtrack. Because <laughs> no, I, 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 I would just say the way the beat hits and the way it. No, it I agree. Is, I, it's very uh it's very somatic i think uh more there needs Cinematic. to be more hove entrances i think you don't know will go super crazy just you don't know what you do yeah i think if Probably. if i had to get the hove record for an intro is is uh prelude mm, mm-hmm. prelude would be fire too. yeah that'd be pretty fire too yeah it would be um yeah, uh, <laughs> come on, man. That's, the, that's the Cody entrance song. He got this fantasy of getting out of life and setting the corporate world on its ear. Fuck you gonna yep. do except hustle. Uh, <laughs> Ricardo says, watching on catch up. Here's some love for y'all. Thank you, Ricardo. Appreciate uh, you, Ricardo. And also Raj says, uh, thanks for reading my message, listening to the show, and I'm remembering how annoyed I was at Booker T's WWE run. Uh, he's uh, the earnest heart of WCW, tag champ to world champ, uh, and ends up being a largely joke in WWE. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I feel like Booker was there until he wasn't, um, mm-hmm. where it was like, um, you know, Booker felt like he was like right on the cusp of being like top guy on Raw uh, in 2002, 2003, um, that when he got over Big Show, the cage match, like all of that, it was like, all right, Booker's here. We're here. Let's do this. Uh, and then you lost the hunter. Right. Um, and then it was like you sent him to SmackDown uh, like a year later. And uh, and then he did the SmackDown is the minor leagues. Um, and and that was that whole thing he was doing. Um, and <laughs> uh, he did that whole bit. And then uh, but then they returned him face and he feuds with JBL. It's the minor leagues. So <laughs> <laughs> Remember the one like they turned him heel by having him mad shit. about getting drafted to SmackDown right. because he didn't want to be. He felt like SmackDown. Like that was the period where I felt like, okay, not only are you de-emphasizing the WWE Championship, you literally have somebody on the show talking about this show does not matter. This right. show is whack. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. And I thought. That's not a great thing to do when you're actually doing that. Like, it'd be one mm-hmm. thing if SmackDown was, like, on top and doing mm-hmm. well. But then you had this heel who was just like, nah, this show's whack. But, like, mm-hmm. when the show, like, actually isn't doing all that great uh, in 2004, and then you also have a heel talking about, nah, this show's whack. Like, I thought, uh you're kind of yeah, like really he, telling. He's hating people. on the Rock. He's on the Rock show, and he's saying it's the minor <laughs> league because yeah. he still hates the Rock after all this time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, this show is is the minor leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, I thought Booker, because um, he always talks about WWE as like his second career. That right. he was like, you know, honestly, I could have called it a career after WWE, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, or after WCW. But I had a second career. He's like, I was reinvented. I wasn't 
It's like you, the person I was in WWE is not the same person I was in WCW. Um, he didn't take any of his catchphrases with him. Like he wasn't talking about don't hate the player, hate the game. Mm-hmm. I think he said that one time in WWE, and it was at Triple H. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, um, that Triple H promo. Nope, I'll never forget it. In Derek the annals Gordon, of history. Derek Gord says, uh, top, the top uh, songs that could be entrance songs, California Love, Tupac, The Show Goes On, Lupe, Fantasy, Mariah Carey. Honestly, I would love to see Fantasy by Mariah Carey because that's my favorite song ever. I but, feel like ACH has uh, used Show Goes On uh, once or twice, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a big one. Um, and then we got uh, Malcolm. Malcolm says, uh, who is the Lupe of, of wrestling? Someone That's a great question. Great, like goat tier, but lacks mainstream recognition. Keep up the content. Um, uh, Sheldon Benjamin. Yes. There you go. Boom. That's a good answer. I like um, it. I'd have to give that some thought. Uh, yeah, yeah I'd, really I'd, I'd probably have that. to sit and think about it for a little bit, too. Yeah. Because Lupe is like elite level... Mm-hmm. Raps, you know what I mean. So you have I, to like, no. I will elaborate because I feel like Lupe is one of those guys that some people want to consider the best, but he doesn't want mm-hmm. to take that crown because whatever reason, he's not a yeah. top-selling artist. He's not a mainstream artist, and I feel like Shelton should have been champion. I feel like mm-hmm. Shelton can out wrestle a lot of people on that roster today. Um, I feel like there are a lot of things in that company that matter now because he was a part of it. I.e., mm-hmm. Money in the Bank. He yep. was the star of that match when it was first introduced. Um, yep. He just doesn't get his flowers. I feel like he's, he he's he's had a phenomenal career, but, you know, you wouldn't know that watching WWE. Uh, happy on WWE. Sorry, WWE. We <laughs> love you. That was a great show. Yes. Uh, and uh, what, what else? Um, Living my life like it's golden. That is a banger. Play that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Dante Real Sunday vibes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even Booker T downplays how racist that Triple H feud was. Uh, I am baffled. Yeah, by Booker no T. Da- if you talk, ask Booker T about his career. He had a great career. Nothing bad happened, and everything was fine. Booker. Shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no comment. Uh, uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, Kareem says I can see Keith Lee's, Keith Lee's first feud being against House of Black, um, beating Brody and Buddy, then having a series against Malachi. Uh, you know what's funny though is you know being at. I am hoping that being out of the WWE environment is one where Buddy can uh, excel because, again, seeing that dude in person, uh, both in the ring and then hanging out at New Japan after the fact, he's a brick the house. Dude is fucking shredded! Like I can't <laughs> believe. Like it just blows my mind that this is a guy who you can put on TV and be like, nah, he's a little guy, but it's like. Man, I wish I was in that shape. Seriously. Like, are you kidding me? Like, that dude is just, uh, I don't know. He looks like a beast to me. but He uh, does. But then you could put him Shout in Shout out to him if that's really happening. When I was saying in the group chat, that's, this man's been trying to get that Kenny Omega match. Oh, my God. Yeah, He's well, you know, they, to that earth and back to get that motherfucker. They dropped the hints at, you know, the, they had the video promo on Dynamite this week of a third member of the House of Black. And uh, it was, and then he posted a picture of him and Tony Nese um, backstage somewhere. And the only place he would have seen Tony Nese would have been at uh, at AW event. Shout out to my cat again in the shot. Oh, both of them. You got both of them. Let's go. More exciting than the elimination chamber back there, baby. (laughs) Let's get it. Uh, So 
I was trying to get to the. Uh, I was trying to stall for the next story, but I figure we can we can talk about uh, the big story that broke this past week, which is that somebody the, blonde. Something's uh, happening to somebody blonde, maybe. The the code man, uh, oh, Cody, Cody Rhodes, uh, has officially departed AEW, um, and <sighs> not just that, a lot, but uh, the story as it came out leaked out of wwe which then told everybody involved that wait if wwe is the ones that are aware of what's going on here if the wwe knows what's going on with cody then that means he's in talks with wwe so remember back in january uh the story uh <laughs> and me and phil got a hold of that story and that <laughs> cody um uh his contract had expired we wanted to tell reg but it was one of those things. Actually, like, we were in person that day. We found yeah, out we were that. in person when we found out. Yeah, you and, see, this is how deep it is, you guys. They didn't even tell me; they kept it in there. That's how these stories be sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, it was one of those things. Where I'm like, okay, up. I'm not gonna put this in writing. They anywhere. think I'm gonna put it in PWR or something? I can't, man. It takes time. It does, they don't just put it out the next day. <laughs> like you know, like when I've got stuff for Reg, I, I like I want to call Reg because like, mm-hmm. I call you all the time, right? Like Definitely. when I've got stuff. But it's like if I don't want anything in writing. Uh, I'm not like I will call, and so me mm-hmm. and Phil we got this in person, and it was like, uh, yeah, can't put this in our group chat. I don't mm. want this like written anywhere. But it sounds like no paper trail. Yeah, no, yeah, so, but it's like Cody is out of uh, AEW as far as like his contract is concerned. And when that got published, uh, Fightful Select broke the story. Uh, Sean Rossap published the story on Fightful Select when that was put out. Um, the response was, ah, they'll come to terms on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't you believe you know, it? But, and you know, my response to that at the time was, I know that's easy to say, but if it was going to, wouldn't have, wouldn't it have already? Like what's that's stopping how, them? What I figured. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's what Sean was trying to tell people when they're like, ah, oh, Sean, this is a nothing story you're publishing. You know, you're basically just making clickbait. This is nothing. And, uh, the that was the response he kept getting and it was like no if there like the, where there's smoke there's fire if there was uh if this was just all gonna work out it would have worked out the young bucks right. their option came up resigned Signed that was it. it chris jericho's his option came up resigned mm-hmm. it was like uh there's nothing to it but cody's option comes up not resigned what's going on here and uh yeah there's a lot happening here um cody rhodes is out cody of rhodes AEW. cody rhodes is out of aew cody rhodes has been uh you know i know it's in title it, it belongs to one uh scorpio sky face of the revolution but really the face of the revolution has been cody rhodes when mm-hmm. you talk about AEW's launch when you talk about all in all of that stuff cody was the face of it and so it is very odd to see him all of a sudden not here anymore not a part of aew not a part of the company that he was the face of the founding of like i know mm-hmm. when you like read and hear the behind the scenes stuff and if you read the book you know that like it was really the bucks who like yeah they own the trademark on all in i think they sold it to tony eventually but, this like, whole i i uh, that's all week i've been like Ah, just trying to sit back because everybody's like, Cody did this, Cody did this, Cody did this. Look, AEW exists because Nick and Matt Jackson 
revolutionized the fucking tag team business. <laughs> Don't ever try to take that away from like, it, it, We it, watch AEW on Wednesday nights because Nick and Matt Jackson. That's yeah, why. But, like, it, it, it is. It is like Cody was the face of a lot. They had like, some as, help. They had some help. Like but. as Nick and like as it, Nick, Nick, Nick and Matt Jackson did a lot of the the legwork behind the scenes. Like they were the first people that talked to Tony Khan to get AEW started. Like like AEW. Jackson, let's keep it real. AEW is a California promotion. Like yeah. most it, everything it, that goes on there is it California. Is, but it's it's based off of Cody's bet. All in. Right. But all like, in was based off of Cody's bet. It was that's true. But so that's what I'm saying is that like. The Bucks got a whole lot of it started, but publicly, like the face of everything was Cody Rhodes. And the yeah, thing all is, the posters and, and are and like, I'm, Cody Rhodes not, is here. He's in this moment. And 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 I would never discount like what Cody Rhodes contributed to AEW mm-hmm. because like while uh, so I've talked to a few people because um, I just wanted to get a feel for from people I know in the locker room and behind the scenes at AEW what the um, what the mood has been uh, as far as all this concern is concerned and what I've gathered. Uh, and this is just my personal take on it, is that um, a lot of the wrestling people in AEW look more toward guys like um, the Bucks and whatnot. And um, and uh, I Kenny noticed because, like, you know, there's there's been a lot. Yeah. Kenny and Brian Danielson are like really influential behind the scenes in terms of wrestling. And, mm-hmm. and like a lot of people look to Brian for advice. A lot of people, um, you know, as far as like crafting an in-ring uh, match is concerned. There's a lot right. of guys behind the scenes that are looked to um, that weren't necessarily Cody. And so when you hear uh, reports that like, yeah, you know, it's kind of mixed. It depends on who you ask. Like, keep in mind that a lot of that is wrestling based. But I will say that anything not wrestling has mostly all been Cody and Brandy. Yeah. Um, in that, like, uh, whether it's production stuff, mm-hmm. um, bringing in Tony Schiavone, uh, music, like uh, so many things, the AEW community outreach, like all of that stuff, like that the AEW heels, that's that's entirely a brandy thing. Yeah. Like a lot of, um, a Go lot big of what show was rose to the, to the t- top. Like all these outside eyes that they got were mm-hmm. like Brandy and Cody were working to make sure it wasn't just wrestling that was getting this company hot, and they did a lot for them. Yeah, they did a lot of the non-wrestling stuff, the stuff that has to be done behind the scenes, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of that was Cody. He got a lot of his, uh, uh, he got a lot of his people in that he knew from WWE uh, that um, to to come help make this company uh, a bigger thing, and so I think. That's where AEW was a lot of the right elements kind of come together, right? That it was like, hey, we've got a lot of this wrestling from around the world that you've seen for years. Uh, but then we've also got some really high-end production here. We've also got um, music that's that, that can't be touched because, like, Mikey mm-hmm. Ruckus is a really good dude. Um, yes. And he's really good at what he does. Uh, and a lot of those elements that that a lot of startups were in wrestling were missing, AEW had it. And a lot of that was Cody who had those connections. Um, and so there is a big piece of AEW that's going to be missing without Cody there. And you know what other thought I had with all of this? Because a lot of this has been said. But the one thought I had, and I just had it actually, thinking about, you know, I mentioned uh, Keith Lee and Miro, but I'm like, ah, but like Miro needs to be kept strong. But like, I got to get rid of that mentality, man. Because uh, Cody left a lot of matches on the table. And there was mm-hmm. a lot of times where we're like, ah, there'll be time for that. You know, there'll be time for Cody versus Punk. There'll be time for Cody versus Hangman. There'll be time for this Cody match. There'll be time for that. We'll get there eventually. 
and now he's not a company anymore. And like no. all of that stuff, you know, when we're like, okay, the first Blood and Guts got canceled. I don't worry. Cody will eventually have a Blood and Guts match. Nope. Nope. Cody, nope. not in the company no more. Like all of a people sudden, all kind of figured he was going to get out of that stipulation too. That like people are going to like being like, oh, he's going to be world champion one day. It'll all work out. Like, nope, he's uh, he's out of here. Yeah, and uh, he's trying to be WWE now, champion. And now all of a sudden, though, I'm looking back like, uh, man, there was a lot left on the table with Cody. When I think about that last year, the 2021, where like, okay, so Cody Revolution, he was just in the face of the Revolution ladder match. Um, there's probably other things he could have been doing in hindsight that would have meant more. Uh, at Double or Nothing, he faced Anthony Agogo, and like I get what he wanted to do. He wanted to to bring Anthony Agogo's star up. Um, but fact of the matter is, he had a match that people viewed as a waste and like uh, a disappointing feud. Mm-hmm. He wasn't at all out, and then he was in a tag match at Full Gear. None of his pay per view matches mattered in hindsight in 2021, and it was like. We looked at it like, well, Cody's a big star, and like he'll have those matches. They they'll happen eventually. They just didn't. They just fucking didn't. There's so much stuff that just didn't happen with Cody, and now all of a sudden the story is that he's headed back to WWE. What's he headed back to WWE for? I don't know. Um, because like he talked a lot of shit over the years. <laughs> he did, and a lot of the things that Cody liked. Like let's like I I don't know what the situation like what if they was. give him remember that promo he talked about the twenty four seven championship like what if they mm-hmm. just give him that belt you know what yeah. I mean like you never know <laughs> well like so you know we talk about um, fallings out and whatnot like nobody really knows what happened that mm-hmm. we all the thing everybody seems to know is that on Sunday anybody that talked to Cody and Brandy were like oh yeah you know they'll work it out and then Monday they're like whoa shit went down and mm-hmm. it was. You know, there were rumors, like, all day Friday of, like, they're not going to work things out. But, like, um, people close to them thought yeah, something's going to happen. And then Monday it was like, nope, it's all done. So I have a lot of questions about this. Like, so one of the things Cody's talked up is the ability to to bring yourself to the table in AEW and shine. Cody... Whether or not you like Cody angles, whether or not you like Cody matches, the one thing people love about Cody and AEW is Cody promos. Mm-hmm. That they, they felt like they were raw, authentic, and that Cody got to control the crowd and just go. He ain't doing that in WWE. Like, that's something that he's given up, right? Um, and I talked to one wrestler who said... Because, you know, people are making jokes. They're like, oh, you know, Cody back to the mid card. Oh, they're going to bury Cody. What happens? I talked to one wrestler who said, uh, this is kind of a, a, this is the litmus test for AEW to WWE. Because anybody that might be looking at WWE as an option right now in the AEW locker room, has to basically view Cody as the ultimate how would this go for me kind of thing because mm-hmm. Vince now knows if he wants any AEW wrestlers you got to start with Cody how does it go with Cody if you uh if you don't give Cody the big push if you don't give Cody the the main event level run if you don't give Cody even just a better run than he had in AEW then anybody in AEW is going to look at it as like well, why would I leave here when going there has already shown me what they can do? And I think Cody's going to get it. 
I don't think Vince is dumb in that regard. I do think that Cody is going to come in and get something special. I don't know what it is. I, maybe Seth Rollins, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I think. I think I don't think he would leave if he did not already know there was an offer on the table, and he didn't think he could get certain things that he's asking for. Um, I, I I think he's smart enough to not leave this situation and go into a situation where he doesn't think he's going to have some things you don't want to say guaranteed in wrestling but some things at least you know ironed out Mm -hmm. um and so i do agree i think that coming in people he's gonna he's gonna get the red carpet rolled out they roll the red carpet out for everybody for that first month or two Mm -hmm. um and so i do think he's gonna get certain things he wants i do think he's smart enough to negotiate certain things in his contract um now. Yeah, I, I, when people are saying that he's going to come back in as Stardust, I'm like, you guys are being no, that's funny. Not happening. Yeah, that, that's come not on, happening. guys, uh, that's just crazy. That's I because like, there's a lot of things about Cody that I think he's going to get to bring in. He's going to be the mm-hmm. American Nightmare. Right. I don't think like he, he'll probably even have his logo. Um, he will be, you know, we're going to get. Maybe he'll bring the music with him. I don't know. I definitely uh, think the music is coming. I think mm-hmm. the first time he confronts uh, Roman. Oh my god, you think the, it's going to hit with? Wrestling, wrestling is, has more, than, more one. than one royal family. Royal family. Mm. Uh, so, uh, well, what's interesting is the version of the song he's been using since Double or Nothing is a Mikey Ruckus production. So I wonder if that is going to, like, it's got the strings and stuff over it. But I think the original song belongs to Cody. And so uh, yeah. he'll probably get to take that with him. I hope he don't come out to some bullshit-ass Def Rebel stuff where he's just like some generic-ass music. <laughs> He's, yeah, he's, he's gonna he's gonna uh, throw one last nod at a uh, punk. He's gonna come out to kill kill switch engage. Oh, <laughs> or hmm, I guess I can see like if it's not Rollins he's getting, I could also see him just going straight for Randy uh, because that is a story that hasn't uh, that's one really to be been told. finished. Mm-hmm. That's one to be told is mm-hmm. uh, Cody Rhodes. I don't want to see anybody tell it. I don't want to read that story. At- <laughs> <laughs> I have zero interest in that book. Like, I want to throw that book out the window. But there is a story to be told there. There is a story to be told there. Um, I yes. just, I'm curious because, like, I don't know any, and, and like, what do you fucking do here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I, man, like man. seeing Cody all in WWE is going to be so weird, so jarring. So, Very like, weird. is Vince going to be like, nah, get rid of the blonde hair? Like, you know how Vince is about certain looks. Like, is he going to be like, get rid of the blonde hair? Like, you need to look like Cody Rhodes. Like, we know Cody Rhodes. Um, you know, I've been picturing the, the Jeff Jarrett promo uh, that Jeff Jarrett did the, the interview, the sit-down behind the scenes uh, with jr when he came back in 1997 uh and basically he talked about why he left the first time and then uh his run at wcw and what went wrong there like are they gonna talk about that Mm -hmm. um i feel like elephant in the room you can't just be like cody rhodes was traveling the world internationally and now has returned you can't do that uh cody rhodes is one you have to address are you sure cody's you know who we're talking about I no, mean, but this is a company that literally do all the just... meta stuff. He's gonna he's gonna do all the weekend at the camera and breaking the fourth wall stuff for sure. I am so Eventually. curious. Like what? Was well, he showing up on Monday or what? Like what's going on here? When is when is Cody? Where is he? Where is like, he? I, is I'm really happening? curious. Mania is what... approaching very fast. It's I'm really curious what had to have happened here to give up 
what he had because you know we right. we had the Kenny Omega interview and Kenny talked about um, you know he was like you know what uh, like me and Kenny he was like me and Cody you know it's what I gather from that interview is that he don't we really know Cody. go get a diet coke together. yeah but what what I got from that was like I don't know Cody personally I right. know. I, I had a business relationship with Cody and it was mm-hmm. fine. Um, but like, I don't know what's going through Cody's mind because to me, I'm like Cody's last interview that he did in AEW. He talked about his contract being up and he said, but there's really no place I'd rather be than out in front of those fans uh, under those lights in AEW. So like what had to have gone wrong for him to give that up to go back to the, the environment that, he very clearly did not want to be in. Very curious about that. I mean, it, it's not just that, though. The reason he left was that he wanted to make himself a star, and he did. Yeah. He, he did all the indie stuff. I mean, in that promo he cut before the ladder match, he basically told you he did everything that Punk said he would do for us. Um, he, he had the great indie run. He had this three-year run with AEW. He made himself a bigger star. Um, I think it was Cedric from um, What Culture that said... Um, Man, he's kind of proven it because the day before that news came out, it was the Austin news that Austin mm-hmm. was going to possibly mm-hmm. be wrestling at WrestleMania. And Cody completely eclipsed that news yeah, that story for the was rest of gone. the week. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody yeah. else was talking about Austin for the rest of the week. Everybody right. was talking about Cody. And mm-hmm. so that kind of proves that he did exactly what he set out to do. Now, he did. If, the, if that leads to him getting the bag, how can I hate on that? Like, mm-hmm. get, get your money. But... Am I excited for what you're possibly going to do there? I, I don't know. That company... I, 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 I will say this. If he comes in and turns heel, I'm going to be fucking pissed. Mm. <laughs> like, are you fucking mm. kidding me? That after all of that, right. the whole summer. Um, but hey, that was our number three topic. Cody Rhodes. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about that a lot more as time goes on. But we now have to move to our number two topic because ladies and gentlemen we're actually joined by a guest here on Grapsity. folks welcome back to the show uh and he is in audio form only but terminus baby terminus terminus two let's go with look i had fun with terminus one but when i look at this cast of terminus two Baron Black joins us on the phone. What's up, Baron Black? Do we hear you? Oh, I got you muted. Baron Black. I think. Uh, <laughs> wait, hold on. Well, I can't uh, because they chose to mute themselves. Baron, you're muted. Terminus. Oh, my bad. I was talking to you muted, man. This is crazy. <laughs> What's up, Baron Black? What's going on, man? Baron Black is joining us on this Sunday morning. I I picture you in your car listening to Ribbon in the Sky right now (laughs) and looking Mm -hmm. out the window at the sun. (laughs) I was in my car and I was looking at the sun. But you weren't listening to Ribbon in the Sky. (laughs) But but hey, Terminus 2 live in Atlanta coming up here. Um, And look, all right, so Terminus 1, first off, we were... Uh, we were at, me and Phil were at, um, and I thought uh, for kicking off a, a essentially a new brand of professional wrestling, um, and I thought you guys did really a phenomenal job. And like, I, there's a couple of things I've been wanting to ask you about in terms of um, the the rules and and some of the 
uh, kind of some of the newer ideas in indie wrestling that uh, that Terminus was kind of bringing to the table. Um, what kind of brought a lot of that about? Certain things like uh, like technical fouls and things like that uh, in Terminus. Well, we wanted something to, that uh, oh, spoke to the core. No, we wanted something that spoke to the core of wrestling, the foundations of wrestling, the fundamentals of wrestling. And we wanted to uh, also keep it as such as a sports field. So really adding in certain elements from other sports, like the NBA, um, it gives so, sort of that sports type feel to the whole overall presentation. Yeah, yeah I, like I was a fan. I, I just thought um, technical fouls in pro wrestling is one of those things where I looked back and uh, I thought, I can't believe this hasn't been done more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I actually want more of this. Right. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, we got to see it come into play. We got to see... Um, uh, we have Moose get technically disqualified uh, by um, throwing Mike Bennett out of the ring twice, uh, little things like that. And I just I had fun with that idea. Uh, but again, you guys up the ante as the show mm-hmm. ended. Uh, we had uh, Mr. Mike Santana make his way out and issue his challenge to Jonathan Gresham for the ROH Original World Championship. And now you guys have a card stacked this card is stacked baron black <laughs> yourself you got you a big match here at terminus against jay lethal what you got going on tonight or not tonight that night against jay lethal what kind of strategy are you bringing you brought a great strategy and had a great match in the first show against bandito i'm sure you're gonna do it again um honestly i just been you know going back Watching my Jay Lethal tapes, mm-hmm. you know, watching the ROH Jay Lethal, watching the TNA Jay Lethal, you know, and I've also uh, went back and watched some of the matches he had here at AEW. So I think I'm well prepared for this one. This is one. Uh, this is one of my personal and career goals to actually mm-hmm. get to work Jay Lethal, and surprisingly, it's happening. I did not know this was going to happen. <laughs> Contrary to what people may believe, this was not something that was actually planned. It just happened to fall that way. So it's, um, as you all know, Jay Lethal couldn't make it because of the weather, the first show. So, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously he wanted to be on and we wanted him to be on and he came out for the second show. He's coming out for the second one and the cars just fell where they fell. And I was like, Damn, I'm actually, I'm actually going to wrestle Jay Lethal. This is kind of surreal, especially for somebody like me who actually watched Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Kind of, he kind of, you know, inspired me a little bit to become a pro wrestler because I wasn't even a wrestler when I was watching Jay Lethal on the screen. So, wow. yeah. Well, I, and there's so, I mean, like that's a match I'm very much looking forward to. But there is so much else happening on this card because um, you've got Kevin Blackwood and Daniel Garcia. Um, taking on uh, Dante Carello and um, uh, Joe Keys. You got, uh, we talked about the uh, original ROH World Championship match with uh, with Santana versus Jonathan Gresham, um, Adam Priest uh, versus Invictus Cash, mm. um, and also Serena Deeb. 
versus Liza Hall. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and uh, the homie Killer Kate versus uh, Queen Amanada. Mm. That's a banger right there. Ooh, yes. Um, we've got uh, in a, a terminal eliminator match, we have uh, Kenny Alfonso, Chris Sabin, Leon Ruff, and Trey Lamar. Ooh, match of the night right there, I'm calling it. That is fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Trey Lamar is on fire. Chris Sabin is here. Chris Saban's a legend. You know he's going to bring the best out of the rest of these guys. This match is going to be really good. Gabriel Kidd versus Davey Richards. And uh, a match that's near and dear to me for a number of reasons. Uh, mm. Oh, I forgot the match of the night. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot this match is happening. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> but we got Swerve going <sighs> one up. I'm sorry. I'm sure y'all saw a picture just fell over. I am so sorry. Uh, my cats are going crazy right now. That scared me for uh, a second. I was like, is that about to follow my man? Like, what's mm, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, Swerve going one-on-one with Leo Rush. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, we've seen these two compete yeah. um, over the years. Yeah. But this was a match that was being built to in NXT just toward the end of Leo Rush's run. We saw the match briefly, then then it broke down and turned into a tag match. Um, but they were building toward doing Swerve one-on-one with Leo Rush. Never got to happen in a proper one-on-one match. It is happening, and it is happening at Terminus, at a Terminus show in Atlanta, Georgia, February 24th at the Oasis Event Center. This card is, like, I know people toss around the word stacked a lot. This card is stacked. Yeah, and and it's um and it's something I'm very proud of. But <laughs> I did have a little bit of a change. Oh, here morning. we go. No. <laughs> I had a little as, bit of a change this morning. As every wrestling card in the last six months, seven months, eight months. Yeah, and, that, and, and that's <laughs> the thing you 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 deal with when mm-hmm. you start putting on shows, right? So I got it this morning. Actually, that's what took me so long to actually come on here because I was dealing with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then we got breaking news here. I was like, I'm coming. I'm dealing with something. Right now. I, I, I had been messaging him all throughout. We, we were supposed to have him all way earlier. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so um, uh, pardon my tardiness, but I had to, I had to deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, we had two injuries. That happened. Oh, uh, so it's two people that are not cleared. So I can make the breaking news today, right here on the podcast, that these two individuals unfortunately will not be at Terminus Two. They really wanted to be there. Unfortunately, they can't be there. Uh, the first person is Gabriel Kid. Mm. Okay, and 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 the second person. Unfortunately, he's not cleared yet. Will be Leo Rush. Ah, oh, oh, <laughs> damn! All right, well, I just got through talking that up. Um, <laughs> Let our mouth all water for hash, man. Come on, man. The thing is, I understand that everybody was excited to see these individuals, but out of this situation, you always try to turn stuff into gold. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give y'all a breaking. You know. 
a breaking development. Mm-hmm. A new All match right. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new match has been made, and obviously it'll be announced here first on the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. That is an epic encounter will happen once again. It will now be Swerve Dorillas versus Davey Richards. Oh. Oh, wait. Davey Ooh. Richards has been on a tear. Oh, my goodness. This one's this one's going to be one of those ones. Yeah. One and anybody knows the history, those two mm-hmm. had a hell of a battle. Back in a promotion in the Northwest that I think y'all know who I'm talking about. It was a few years ago, but now they get to do it again. Mm-hmm. Banging, banging, breaking news. Swerve the Realist versus Davey Richards at the next Terminus. Terminus 2, that's going to be absolutely insane. Now, Baron, I have a couple questions. Uh, the first stream show, people were, they had some issues with audios. They had some issues with a couple of things that happened during the show with the stream. Uh, have you guys addressed those issues, and how are you guys going to address those issues moving forward? Uh, well, here's the thing, like, we did not know there were issues. Obviously, we're we're live. Obviously, you guys mm-hmm. were there. Like you didn't know what was going on until, until y'all looked on Twitter. So yeah. it's like we wasn't really aware that those were some problems until right. until we got on Twitter and then actually look, watched the show back after the show was over. So um, we definitely hammered out those issues. We okay. definitely hammered out all the production, you know, little issues and in the nicks and in annoyances. So everything is going to go a whole lot more smooth. And um, also, we at we are at a different venue this time, and I think y'all gonna be pleasantly surprised at the visual presentation of this one. I'm excited, and hey, Sweet. you know we're still in the opening stages. Like you know, the last, <laughs> the first one was the first show. You got uh, growing pains. When I look back at any of the first things I've ever done, um, and then look back at how it grew, it's always interesting uh, to see how much progress you made from the first one but the fact was right. like just the, even being there and being in the building was just so much fun mm-hmm. um and so uh a couple of things i want to ask you about so of course terminus has a uh a lot of um different promotions kind of working all together and a lot mm-hmm. of talent from different promotions all in one place um do you see any uh i guess do you have any other aspirations for any other promotions that you want to see um, come into the fold as far as working with Terminus? Um, I'm open to any and all, <laughs> be quite honest with you. I mean, there's so much great talent out there. Um, why corner yourself off in a box? You know what right. I mean? The reason this show is stacked and the reason this show is very eye-pleasing to people is because we're getting matchups that we normally wouldn't be able to see in certain in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. So I'm open to I'm open to, to any possibility. You know what I mean? It's 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 no there's no wall up. I guess you could call it the forbidden door. No, no. <laughs> no please don't. <laughs> That's the hot term now, the forbidden door. Well, we mm. we we're the for, forbidden, uh, you know, large door. So it's yeah. like we're, we're not gonna, uh, we're not looking to like just box ourselves in with only just 
a certain amount in, in, in people or places. So nice. anything. Uh, possible. So, <laughs> so I know um, we've got Terminus 2 February 24th in Atlanta, Georgia at the Oasis Event Center at 8 p.m. Um, but, you know, obviously there's more on the horizon. What are you thinking for Terminus 3? Oh, you just gonna you just gonna say it's a Terminus Three like that? Huh? <laughs> you just gonna say it like that? <laughs> like, uh, like, uh, like business I, I, all out in the street. The Terminus Three. He just say, okay, what's Terminus Three? Like, I mean, we're just hey, assuming well, at this okay, point. Okay, okay. What, what are you thinking <laughs> beyond this one? Um, since since you wished it upon us, mm-hmm. I, I, I assume there, there will be a Terminus Three. That's I mean. A lot of great things don't ever end at just two. You know what I mean? You always get a good trilogy out of it, I believe. So uh, I'm pretty sure there'll be a third one. Um, we'll see what's up to We'll We'll see what we can make up with that. Um, obviously, uh, bringing uh, great matchups will always be the priority. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, I always like to bring in a little bit of surprises for everybody. Right. Um, I will always keep that in mind. Um, me and Gresham will always keep that in mind. So um, we will always try to outdo, you know, the previous show. That was all. That's always the mindset. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it out of me. I guess it will be a terminus. <laughs> <laughs> More breaking news on the show. We got match announcements. We got terminus three announcements. Y'all should probably just show up at WrestleMania weekend. I think because there's a lot oh, of man. people out there. Man. Ter- ter- terminus in Dallas. Uh, Come terminus, on, no way home. No. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. Book that. I'm gonna put it like this. I'm gonna put it like this. Two two people on this panel actually came to terminus. So wait, hold on a minute. Why I gotta be? Since <laughs> 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 since you up here talking about people need to go places, maybe no. you need to go up here playing the show, man. <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? Come on, show <laughs> up. That's what you did. Nah, that's just stuff. I need to be at a terminus. You are correct. That's why I'm trying to get you to come to WrestleMania weekend. Let's go. The whole game could be there. We it can just- all be chilling. That that one's for free, man. Terminus No Way Home in Dallas. I think um, the, the focus kind of right now is on Gresham, of course, is the ROH world champion. Do you guys, I know it's super early, or are there any like Terminus championships in the, in the running? Or are you guys just kind of try to work in with the promotions that you have using their championships? Uh, honestly, there hasn't been much discussion upon that. Right. With pretty early focus, quality quality of the show putting on something Absolutely. very special for the city of atlanta putting some something on very special for wrestling fans as a whole right so you know not really focusing on championships at this point and mm-hmm. like you said crush is the roh world original title holder so mm-hmm. obviously that's going to be his focus as of right now as long as he's champion so yeah, maybe maybe down the line, I don't know. Um, but right now, it hasn't really been much discussions about that. Right. Uh, and then, just a little bit, I just want to talk about you a little bit for a sec. Uh, yeah. Because, um, <laughs> you know, of course, for the last, it's nearly been two years, you've been an AEW talent. Uh, mm-hmm. And you've been... Uh, like, I know you we can't really talk YouTube. about it, but you were very yeah. close to somebody that we were just talking about a little bit ago. So, <laughs> no, I mean, so I, I did want to ask you a little bit. 
I did want to ask you a little bit about Cody leaving the company and oh, uh, just how that's been. Oh, uh, oh, that's the question. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> I mean, he hasn't he hasn't really been going long. There's only been a few days. Um, right. But uh, yeah, his his presence not being there it, it definitely feels a little bit different. Um, I will say this. Uh, um, I do appreciate everything he has done. Uh, I do not know what his, you know, next move is. You know what I mean? Just to put that out there so people can stop asking me. (laughs) (laughs) I I do not know what it is, but I appreciate everything he has done. Um, I think you, I'm pretty much going to sound like an echo of other people. I thank him for everything he has done. He has done a lot of stuff backstage that a lot of people don't do not know. Mm-hmm. And um, especially, you know, I can only speak about my experience with him. He really like went went out of his way to really uh, do stuff for me that that I will always appreciate that he's done. Yep. You know what I mean? And and it all culminated with me becoming an honorary member of the Nightmare Family. So, right. um, <laughs> it's a sad situation, <laughs> but. Mm-hmm. I understand like it's also business situation so obviously not having him around he he brings a lot of energy man i mean i don't know if y'all actually watched the stuff we did on uh sammy's vlog mm-hmm. with the friend- watch it every week yeah 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 Grand olympics thing like that was all cody bro <laughs> right. that was all him he came up with all that stuff i mean it's it's he's that type of individual like he likes to have fun he's very business-minded He's very serious about his work and he always preaches due to work and he means that shit like to the core. But he also understands that it's wrestling. You should have fun. You know what I mean? And all that stuff with a friend Olympics was really solely almost came out of his brain. Like he, he brings a very fun energy around. And if you're serious about wrestling and he could tell that about you, if you're if you're a talent, he will actually help you a lot. You know what I mean? And I appreciate everything he's done. So I have nothing negative to say. All positive. My experience has been all positive, And I thank him. And I will thank him every day of the week. Um, that's it. Yeah, the big homie Hobbs, to- since the beginning, he has told me exactly the same thing that you said. Cody has helped him out tremendously all the time. Anytime he's ever needed help from Cody, Cody's always there. He's been a big proponent of Hobbs. He's talked about him in interviews and stuff. Like he's always trying to push for talent. And the whole time that he was there, he was just trying to put people over. So shout out to Cody Rhodes, man. He did it, man. Yeah, he's he's done a lot. I mean, I know it's kind of popular on Twitter to to hate on him a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, 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 you know, on the other side. There's a lot of stuff that people do not know, um, but it's all been very positive. And yes, and I can echo Hobbs as well. Like he does take the time to actually help others and and help other talent, especially younger talent. And I know he's done that for me. He's done that for Hobbs. He's done that for Sammy, for Darby, numerous people. The list goes on and on. So he's 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 a very very. Uh, positive influence that I would say is like one of the highlights of my career. Uh-huh. Well, That's I do have a question for you. 
When are yeah. we getting that win? When are we getting the win? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have to talk about it, Baron. Man, down bad, down bad. Man, go ahead and talk about it. What, what you what you want what you want to say? Come on, man. Cap Cap can now brag that he beat MJF, man. Yeah. Like I, I'm waiting for you to get some bragging rights, man. That's all. Mm-hmm. Man, I. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> hey, it's hard okay, out here. Look, Let me put okay, you, you've been against some yeah. tremendous talent. It's not like you in there against some losers, yeah, man. You've been there against some bad men. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that. And I think you know some of the other fans are also catching on with that. Even, even Tony Schiavone. Shout out to Tony Schiavone. He said this on one AEW Dark Elevation episode. He said the level of talent that Baron Black has been facing has been very high caliber. Right. It has. Mm. I have had the probably the strongest strength of schedule on my bumpy <laughs> road to my record. Right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad about it because it only makes me better. That's I get all experience. Get yeah, it only makes me better, and I get to get in there with some of the best wrestlers in the world. You know what I mean? It, you know, we might we might be sitting a little bit not too pretty at 0 and 47, but but hey, I got the Bill Belichick mindset. Let's go. You know, on to the next one. And the next one is tomorrow night on AW Dark Elevation when I team up with my squad. So we'll, we'll see if we get there. I, I, I know we're getting close to kind of a record, but I think I'm going to pull it out. So, did you have you asked Fuego for some help because he was down bad for a while there too? Remember that? But he came out. He on top now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you brought that up because his first <laughs> one was actually against me. So yeah, yeah. thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> thank you for bringing that up to me. Thank you for reminding me <laughs> that Fuego Del Sol's first damn win was actually in a match that I was in. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> sore subject i see man you got this baron you got this <laughs> hey baron i want to thank you for being here uh and and talking with us about terminus 2 it's coming up again uh it is february uh the 28th it is happening it that's the 28th is it 28th um 24 24 24 24 my bad february 24th uh it is at 8 p.m uh, definitely get your tickets right now. You can follow uh, Terminus Pro on Twitter, Terminus Pro. And you can find uh, also TerminusTickets.com where you can get all of the uh, information on getting your tickets. It's at the Oasis Event Center in Atlanta, Georgia. Definitely check it out. Uh, we went to the first Terminus show. We had a blast. Uh, and I think you should definitely check this card out because it is even with what just got announced here on this show, still a stacked card. Mm-hmm. I think it's. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, Swerve and Davey Rich. Woo. Baron, don't you have another match coming up outside of Terminus 2? Didn't I just see you announce a match? Um, AW? I don't know which one was it. I thought it. This is, this is which one are you talking about? I know got a couple, should. he's saying. Yeah, you got a couple, man. I mean, come on, man. Plug them, plug them matches, man. Tell, mm-hmm. tell people where you're going to be at. <laughs> well, um, there's some stuff being announced. Uh, I did actually get to share the ring with Chris Bay 
that's right. That's right. That just happened. Oh man. At the say aloud two event. Um, hopefully that footage drops soon so y'all can see that. Um, mm-hmm. that was something to behold. <laughs> so hopefully y'all can see that soon. Um, there's some stuff coming up that uh that ain't announced yet, but you know, keep an eye out on it. And then you're also wrestling tonight. Yes, I am wrestling tonight. I am at a uh, event, AML event here in uh, Winston Salem. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm wrestling tonight as well. And uh, we're gonna prepare. I'm out here in the trenches. You know what I mean. <laughs> I'm out here in the trenches, and I'm gonna get that first win. I'm, I'm gonna Le- get it. Lethal's in four it. days, man. You you gotta be training hard right now, man. Yeah, I'm training hard, just like just like Will said. You know, I'm, I'm about to come up on my two year. Mm-hmm. it'll be in april so and it's so funny is that uh my birthday's in april too so. Right. <laughs> so i definitely gotta get this dub before that time man they about yes. to make you reverse jade cargill out here with them with the oh, records yeah. <laughs> we, gra- we gotta put the graphic up on the screen <laughs> hey man look look, look. Uh, don't don't do me like that. I love Jay. <laughs> Shout out to Jay. That's my girl right there. I just want to say you. Jay's Cargill name out loud because she's the best. <laughs> Shout out to Baron Black, man. We appreciate you for coming on, talking about Terminus, man. We're going to be watching. Uh, we're going to be watching for the future to see what happens there, man. We're going to be watching you on AEW Dark, AEW Dark Elevation. Wherever you're at, we appreciate you. And if you can't yeah. make it, by the way, to Terminus, check it out, Fight TV. Yeah, check it out on Fight TV, Thursday, 8 p.m., mm-hmm. live from the Olympic Event Center, Hotlanta. And also, uh, keep on the lookout. I, I have a, another special announcement coming soon mm-hmm. about a special project event that I'm working on in Atlanta. Thank oh, y'all go cool. it a lot. Hey. Hey. Well, yeah. uh, <laughs> thank you for being with us, Baron Black. You're always welcome here on Grapsity. Ladies and gentlemen, again, it is Baron Black. And I want to leave you with this. Let's go, Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Baron Let's Black. Let's go, Hawks. Appreciate hey. you. Appreciate you hey. coming through. So uh, let's, let's wrap it up. All right, because uh, well, what do we got here? Let's wrap it up with some super chats. Um, so, cause we got a few, we got, and by a few, I mean, we got a lot, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we're addressing topics like, let's see, uh, well, no, we, we already that addressed that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw that one. Uh, where are we going? Almost there. Here we are. Would Mustafa Ali be Lupe? I do a TikTok series on rappers and their wrestling counterparts. I can't find a Lupe comp. Uh, maybe Ali isn't famous enough yet. Yeah, I mean, if, to me, if it's not Sheldon, closer. Maybe Kofi. Kofi's yeah. close, too. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Derek says, uh, since it looks like Butcher is bla- back and the AHFO are breaking up, I need House of Black with Black, Brody, Buddy, Butcher, Blade, and Buddy. That's a lot of bees, my man. I would like to see, honestly, I want to see Butcher, Blade, and Bunny kind of back on their own again. Yes. And that's just me. 
Uh, I think the House of Black can grow too big if you're not careful. So yeah. I think just being the trio of Buddy, Brody, and Malachi, that to me is enough. All them damn bees. <laughs> yes. <Gotta> be. <laughs> um, let's see. We got some more. Uh, Tremaine says, we all know Triple H is coming out of retirement to bury Cody. He is, tra- he is in the gym right now, boy. He heard about uh, that, and he That man ain't never gym. wrestling. That man ain't never wrestling again. Yeah, no, shout out. Again. Seriously, hopefully Triple H is recovering from wherever yeah, yeah. is happening to him. I don't think that's where that I'll Yeah, that no, that was serious. Uh, let's see. Toon77 says, late, but WWE does the same with women. Sasha, always second fiddle to Charlotte and Becky, but is the better wrestler. She had the main event WrestleMania, though. Um, yep. Bianca is the future, but 26 seconds, pathetic. Um, yeah, I agree. Naomi definitely was my favorite part of that match, the tag match. Wasn't that into the tag match, but love seeing Naomi get that warm reception. And she looked yep. fantastic when she came she for looked, the high tag. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. She looked incredible so, all, yeah. all night. Van Twinblade says, hashtag Tootie for Terminus. Make it happen, Baron. Come on, Baron. Yeah, Talk what's Tootie. up, Baron? Get Tootie out there. <laughs> And of course, uh, the Bengals. That is definitely Sean on this, isn't it? Uh, the Bengals <laughs> went from worst to first. Definitely. <laughs> wow, man, Baron getting all kind of slander on here. Come on, bro. Yeah. So who knows? But hey, uh, this has been another edition of Grapsity. It has been our Sunday edition. Tried to at least pull out um, my somewhat of a Sunday best. I literally was just like. <laughs> I pull up a, a button up out of a drawer, and this is the best I'm going to do for today. Uh, and and you know what's funny? I literally just pulled up the button up. I'm going to expose something to you guys. Are you ready? I'm in sweatpants right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the top half. Just the top. I was about to say, don't, please don't stand up and he's in his boxers. Please don't yeah, stand up. Yeah, no. I'm like, no. I wasn't going to go that far. No. Hell no. But I'm in, but I am in sweatpants right now. It's literally a button up in sweatpants. Um, they are comfy though, and that's what's up. Uh, <laughs> it's Sunday, man. You got to relax. relax. Hey, man, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Ed, mm-hmm. I don't know if people know this. Lupe fan here, always tattooing you. You know, yeah. Drogas, Drogas, Drogas. I'm wearing a, uh, the greatest pro wrestler of, of our generation, Brian hey. Danielson. Shout out to your boy. Oh, sorry, Daniel <laughs> Bryan. I got on a Daniel Bryan shirt. I'm a disgrace. That shirt, that uh, that match absolutely delivered this week. Oh, we didn't yes. even talk about didn't that. Talk about Jeez, that match, we got to talk about that. Number one, oh, this is our wrap up here. God. We saw Leland Moriarty mm, mm, <laughs> go. Mm, 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 well, and I'm sorry, mm, Lee, mm, that mm. that has that, that has caught on with me. <laughs> Lee, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lee. <laughs> Lee, I'm sorry. <laughs> but now this was like. If I like, I don't think Lee could have like dreamed a better match with Brian. Like this is like Brian Danielson. The bell rings and we go at it. Just hard hitting. There's submissions. There's locks. There's rolls. There's all all everything you would expect from these two gentlemen. They brought it and we all rejoiced on Wednesday man, night. Really, really great. great match, man. Came out to the uh, Who We Are track. Uh, mm. Shout out to True Guy and the guys that worked on that record. Man, I don't know if he's going to keep using that, but I'm all for it. I, I think he should. Track. Yeah, I think I, so, I think, too. I think it, it is dope. And you know what, though? This was just more of the evolution of Lee Moriarty because yeah. I feel like uh, we're probably going to look back at Lee early on and, and, and look back at like what a young run it was because mm-hmm. I, I see him 
evolving in front of our eyes as a performer. Definitely. You can see that Brian Danielson sees it in him, that Brian mm. Danielson, you know, there was talk that he's been kind of choosing a lot of his opponents and the fact that, um, you know, he wanted he Lee wrestled Moriarty. Lee, man. And, and not just that, but he gave him a lot. He it's did. It's not like, mm-hmm. you know, it's not even like he went in there and then just kind of like heel squashed He didn't eat him up. Yeah, no, no he, let he, him, gave, he let him go. He, he gave Lee a lot in there. Lee got to look great in front of that crowd. Um, shout out to that Nashville crowd. They were pretty much hot the whole that, show. That was the other cool thing about it because, I mean, it would have been really easy for him to have that match with Brian, and, you know, people were just into the match. But mm-hmm. people were behind Lee by the end right. of that match, man. Yeah. yeah, that's not the first time that's happened either. Um, but uh, because I remember the first time Lee was in an AEW crowd, and all of a sudden they're chanting Lee, and he almost mm-hmm. had to look like, what the hell's going on? Why do these people know me? Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. You'd and love then, to see it, man. As you know, of right it, now, he's my pick to win the Owen Cup. Yep. That's that fire. They announced yeah. the date for it some on one of the shows, and I, I missed it. Like They were like, yeah, that's it, the date that this thing's going to start. Yeah, Did it's going to start. It? Yeah, it's going to start uh, May 11th at May the 11th. show in, uh, I feel, like I, I was telling Jay Shell the other day that um, one of the most obnoxious things in my brain right now is that for whatever reason, I have both WWE and AEW's travel schedule memorized. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, I could tell you every episode of Dynamite and where it took place. Uh, I'm not as good with WWE because there's so much, but like, I probably know most SmackDowns and where they took place. But like, the fact that you asked, and I'm like, yeah, UBS Arena, May 11th uh, mm-hmm. in uh, Elmont, New York, it's going to be <laughs> the, uh, the Owen Cup. And. Uh, Damn, if Lee yeah. wins the Owen Cup, that'd be so fire. Now, I have Ooh, a question, wait. though. Something tells me that this show was booked based on storylines. Because I'm like, why are they going back so soon to mm-hmm. Long Island? Unless that's where Punk versus MJF 3 is going to take place. And that's why, you know, we already had Punk and MJF in Chicago. We're going to mm. get it in a neutral ground in, uh, in Orlando. And then, oh, part are three. we going to see it? Part three in uh, uh, in Long Island. Potentially. Maybe. We could. I don't know. So, I don't know. Because I feel like that's that match is only like four weeks away from uh, from Double or Nothing. Like, that could very well be. Yeah, that's pretty that easy to get over there. Yeah, and, and, I, and I was thinking shows. like, and then you could make that like the contenders match and then like MJF. Yeah, I think it's MJF versus Hangman at uh Double or Nothing and if that's Yeah, cuz that's bef- that'll be before Double or Nothing, right? So it'll, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. right. Yeah. So, well, I guess we shall see, but that's where that's taking place. But yeah, Lee Moriarty and Brian Danielson. <laughs> Brian Danielson also had his music with the lyrics finally. Mm-hmm. Uh, he only used that one time and that was back in Rochester in September. Um and he used it so little that like he came out at Dynamite earlier in the night with the music, with the lyrics. Then when he wrestled on Rampage, he didn't have the lyrics. Like, that's mm. how much that changed. So they, they put the lyrics back in the theme. Um, and I like theme songs that sound like actual songs. That's my mm. thing. I, I like like when it's real music. I like words. I like mm-hmm. hooks. Give me all of that. Uh, and so that was cool. Anyway, Jennifer said, just send in love to Grapsity. Oh, thanks, Jennifer. Appreciate you. Wow, like really some love. All right, thank you, Jennifer. Uh-oh. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, sorry. Uh, we appreciate with a, you with a very generous uh, humper chat. Uh, always appreciate mm. that. Uh-huh. So good. We love it. Yes. 
Uh, we love it. And we love you guys. And thank you for being with us on a Sunday. This has been another edition of Grapsity. I am curious what the feedback on the, the WWE Championship topic is about. We're out of here. Hey, They're getting hey, us man. out of here. Hey, man. <laughs> may, may the Lord bless all you haters out there. I'm Anybody sad. that wants to come come for my man, I don't totally agree with his take, but that's my guy. <laughs> I ain't letting y'all fire off on him. Feels like that's him. You know what? I don't know how I feel about the take. It's crazy. All stuff. No, not regardless. That's my guy. I'm not letting y'all. Yeah, no, I'm but you d- talk yeah, I didn't told y'all before. If it's beef with Will Washington, it's beef with Righteous Reg. So simple. We're, we're united front around here, man. You want it, you we are. get it. So these are my guys. Uh, get it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Again. Oh, real quick. Don't... I'm going to be at Ugwa tonight making my commentary debut. It's going to be dope. I think oh, we should be talking on... about that. Yeah, I think they're going to be on independentwrestling.tv sometimes. Yeah, I'm making hey. my commentary debut tonight, man. I'm super excited about it. It's going to be so much bro. fun. Across the bridge at San Francisco. Ugwa, their promotion, Underground Wrestling Alliance from san jose and they're having a show in san francisco and it's gonna be so much fun i'm so excited hey just remember beef with takes don't beef with people that's it <laughs> takes or remember hey man mark calloway <laughs> you get, come at the take but if it comes to like you know don't don't get personal when you're coming at people's takes. Yeah, hey, come man, on, guys, if, relax. If, if you if you take it there again, that's my guy. Yeah, don't play with so me. either way, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this <laughs> this has been a special Sunday edition of Grapsody. I am Will Washington. He is Mr. Phil Lindsay. I'm trying to point in the right direction. He is Mr. Righteous Reg. We will see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. <laughs>